Late Night Grin. Also, what um, what does that name mean? Pop. What's the score? Ten seven Chargers. Fuck. Who are they playing? Chiefs. Shout out to the Chargers. <laughs> what city do they represent? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh fuck them. Yeah. Who are they playing again? The Kansas Chiefs? City Chiefs. Aren't they problematic? I mean, yeah, the name's kind of problematic, I guess. So who are we rooting for here, Bob? I like the Chargers. L.A. guy, huh? Yeah. You're about the glitz and the glam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Hello, everyone. Hello. Good. This is the world-famous <laughs> Late Night Grin, episode 56, apparently. Um, it is September now. Very exciting. We have much to discuss. I actually don't know what we have to discuss at all, but we are all here. Uh, we have many different um, visuals taking pleasure out. Oracle is rocking a sort of an intriguing sort of half shot here, right? Where if he doesn't look up right, you might not even see his whole face. Shooter has mm. got a cloak of some kind on, and Bobby, of course, is dressed the night as always. Um, we'll start with you, the Oracle of Wrestling. How are you this evening? I'm well. Um, let's just get it out of the way. Oh, no. uh, I thought Dynamite was very boring, and I sort of tuned out by about 9.15. Why do we have to get out of the way? <laughs> Well, you know, I didn't want to, have to sit here and like everybody talk about how much they like Dennis and Jericho, and I was just bored. So, yeah, and I, I, I want to get the negative comments out of the way first. Um, what positive ones do you have planned? <laughs> well, you know, we'll see. You know, maybe I'll make a, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll remember something from WCW. Okay, good. That works. I actually, that was not an uncommon take I saw. I really liked Dynamite, like a lot. I thought it was a real improvement on their gym, like their, um, the way they put the TV together. But I didn't think the first hour was great, and I did see a lot of people that liked the show a lot being like, I didn't think it was a good show. So, it happens, you know what I mean? Bobby, when I came in here, you was watching videos of yourself for some reason, which was a little bit I uncomfortable. Was... Yeah, um, well, you know, you got to watch game film. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds like saying a pervert would say. But anyway, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. Uh, you know, it's nice that all four of us are back. It's becoming rare, um, but it's good. I'm excited. We should recreate the promo. You know the on my spot promo. Imagine Bob doing that with Manny. 
That would fucking rule. We should do that sometime. Young Shooter. Wearing a special attire for tonight's event. You right? I'm doing good. Um, in the aftermath of the balance of power shifting in American wrestling once again, um, last night's Dynamite being the most watched professional wrestling program in the history of cable television at 12.4 million viewers. Um, I'm happy to announce that AW is back. Um, I'm here tonight draped in the flag of all elite wrestling as those of us who have stayed loyal and true to the all elite wrestling brand gotten the shit kicked out of us recently. But now it's time for a victory lap. AW's back. They've gotten yeah. rid of they've gotten rid of the problem children who are ruining their television ratings. Hmm. They're back. Brian Danielson leading the charge into the new generation of all elite wrestling. Um, it's just a matter of time before Dynamite airs both on NBC and ABC simulcast on Wednesday nights. Um, it's a it's a proud day. Um, it's a happy day. Much deserved victory. Um, Tony Khan did what needed to be done. He got rid of the problems. Um, hopefully, those four men will never return to all the wrestling, and we can move on into this great new chapter led by the Blackpool Combat Club um, and that dude from Long Island and some other guys, and we can just keep winning from here on out. I am... Um... I don't want to dampen a great day. But Some people on this screen doubted all elite wrestling. Um, True. Sent me text messages about how they weren't going to watch modern professional wrestling anymore. True. Um, the Oracle of Wrestling um, spent much time in my DMs advocating for the arrest of the elite. Um, and look what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> Good riddance. Um, so, um, must like, always punish them all or don't, or don't punish anybody. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Some of the, some of the stuff when you were equating it to nine 11 made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> well, you know, um, I don't want to make this things got out of hand. I don't want to put, I know you're, you know, celebrating today shoot, but as the face <laughs> of this kind of movement, I do think you have some questions to answer. Um, when the wounds heal slightly, is there any temptation to hang the banners of the elite? No. Retire the jerseys, anything like that? No. Just gone? They're gone. All right. Um, what's a good comparison? I think you brought up 9-11 a minute ago, so. Yeah, well, that was Oracle, not me. Oh, um, shit. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, I can't think of a good one now. No. But yeah, um, you know, uh, um, so there was a theory that a disgraced former sports writer used to push about the New York Knicks, um, <laughs> about how when they lost Patrick Ewing in the playoffs, they, they got better. 
Um, and he referred yeah. to that as the Ewing theory. Wait, when did Jack Crosby lose his job? Well, <laughs> and what we're seeing now is the Ewing theory in, in effect for all wrestling. Um, spent a lot of time propping up people like the Young Bucks who are very popular on the internet, um, but as we can clearly see, have no impact on business <laughs> at a national level. Um <laughs> Watching someone's reaction to this off screen is bothering me. We we saw we saw the initial impact of um, the old man CM Punk. He was he was a brief boost, but he's gone now, and and, and numbers have went up. So that tells you all you need to know. Um, blooms off the rose. Um, it's a new era. Okay. We're building. We're building around Brian Danielson. It's time. Now Speaking I will say, yes. Um, before before you bring our guest on, I do feel like this flag's a little excessive, and there's no yes. way that I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this on for the entire show. So let's. Can you like at least? Can you do like the Kurt Angle thing you see on his entrance first, though? No, like, he needs a oh. he needs an AEW mouthpiece. I know. I'm really like the the reveal was that I had an AEW shirt on, and he got no reaction. <laughs> well, I mean, on brand, brother. <laughs> We have a different reveal. The core four is one thing, but folks, the starting five is in full effect. Jay Shield back on the flagship once again. How are you this evening? We have a thing for this. Bob. I don't think we've ever done this. There we go. How was it being Bob there for a second? I thought that said bats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. How are you, Jay Shell? I'm good. Um, I only had one class today, but I had to take out my hair, so it was a long process. But my God, can I ask what's the um, you know, because you're kind of like on location reporter of of where the folks are at these days. You know what I mean? Like we're all out of touch. What's the talk about CM Punk? I mean, I'm sure there's been a lot of you know, arguments and fights about it, right? Yeah, there's fist fights in the student yeah. center, which is like our dining hall. Yeah. And they just walk up, they see a CM Punk shirt, and there's a person with a Young Bucks shirt, like Team Young Bucks or whatever. Terrible. And they just go, wow, wow, I, I wouldn't wow. to deal with it. That's the kind of animosity. Because I was... I there's was no way the that people with Young Bucks shirts got into college. <laughs> I walked around <laughs> the corner to... Uh, <laughs> I went to get some, you know, get some snacks and such. It was a long night ahead. And I had the punk show on. And, bro, I, I got the shit kicked out of me. Yeah. About eight fucking people jumped over me. I've never seen it. Was, it was unbelievable. And I was screaming, ace, ace. No one knew what the <laughs> fuck I was talking about. But I needed some backup in that moment. You know what I mean? Well, the, the thing here, though, Jay Show, he's leaving out. Um, oh, come on. Joe's, Joe's story actually didn't have anything to do with professional wrestling. They were just mad because he wasn't wearing the obligatory Queen morning shirt that everyone in England is required oh, yeah. to wear. Uh, in CM Punk We Trust was not the shirt they were looking for on that. Though, right. You know I mean? So, wh- where, does, so wh- where do you fall on the line of succession, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Joe oh, Hendry is now in Impact Wrestling. Fucking owned. Joe, are you excited for that? There's a guy no. with your name. He's British. <laughs> That's your comments? Yeah, no time. <clears throat> no time. Have we lost any patrons since I started this show? Uh, <laughs> I can check if you'd like. Let's have a look. 
I did we'll this with Oracle, and we immediately lost the patron. Yeah, it was tough. I, I spent about 10 minutes burying the elite. Mm. It was a little bit spiteful, to be fair. I would never do that. No. Bob? What's up? You have some sins to answer for, if we're being honest with each other, don't you? You were tweeting some stuff about Kenny Omega today that was disgusting, and there was a lot yeah. of people that messaged us both privately to say, what the fuck happened to Bob? And I, I haven't got an answer for them. So just try your best, bro. I mean, explain yourself however you want to. Yeah, I guess uh, I shouldn't have said it was actually correct that, you know, 80% of the roster shouldn't work there, um, like he said. Yeah. He was apparently joking, but I don't think he was joking what personally. What the fuck is happening? What is that? Joe Hendry on Impact oh, yeah. Wrestling. I'm sure it's funny. Oh, he's doing songs. Jay Show, they're on the other channel right now. Please don't yeah, fill the wall our, like this. This is a competitor. This is, this is a competitor. Don't encourage yeah. them. We don't talk about that whole yeah, shit around careful. Here. They're going to end up showing up to my door. I, you know, yeah. I'm going to think it's Uber Eats or something. And, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to. The Oracle of Wrestling gets whacked live on the air. <laughs> Bit by a dog. Yeah, but you know what? I'll, I'll have to open the door because our ratings will. Yeah. Oh, fuck True. yeah, yeah. Bring him in. Let him in. <laughs> Tim Bealat's on Oracle's door, and we're just screaming, let him in. It'll be good for the viewership. Bob, carry on. You was, uh, you was in the middle of apologizing for disgracing yourself. Yes, uh, I do apologize uh, for defending Kenny Omega earlier. Um, I've, I've overcorrected from the past couple of years, and I really need to work on that. Yeah. With that in mind, Oracle, can we start defending CM Punk now, or should we wait a little bit longer? Uh, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. The bits probably needs to be over, but it's kind of funny if you go like a little bit too long. If you go yeah. too too long, it gets kind of you know like. Uh, I agree. You'll be careful. Like, I think Kim is gonna be in a match with a bunch of the men. Awesome. I think the Sorry. the key for us, you get the key for us, Oracle, is that we wait for like the first ratings drop. Sure. And we duck a target attack. Mm. Like we tweet the punk like logo. We just leave it at that. Right. Um. I think we can make this work. We're going to struggle a little bit, though, because, the you know, I don't think the rating is going to change. Apparently, it's going to go up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Should Brian Danielson become World Heavyweight Champion? Oh, yes. God, yeah. And they should actually bring out the big gold for him. Well, I, think I don't he, know about I, that. I, he, I like he, he really needs to win. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oracle, did you hear this from Bullets there? I like, I like the belt, belt, too. I like it, too. You mean to tell me that if TK didn't walk out with a fucking big gold... <laughs> You wouldn't mark out. Yeah, logo on the top. yeah, I wouldn't. I would, pop. <laughs> I would go crazy. <laughs> it's a new era. You know, We're going you back. Know what me the most. He's had that belt already, though. From True. Dynamite. When they when they, when they announced another four way women's match, that popped me. I didn't, I was very surprised by that. I thought they were going to do Serena and Tony. But mm. it's whatever. I liked that match genuinely. Yeah, the match was good. Mm. I um. My biggest issue with the Dynamite right now, I really like the show. She knows where I'm going here. We've got to do something about the uh, the Miz Douglas fucking merger that's taking place with that fella. We've got to do something. It's not, it's not good. Man. We've got to stop it. I can't do it anymore. I logged on to I te- Shoot can attest this. When he, was, when he started talking about like slaying the fucking. I thought you were going to go off. I text shoot, LOL, this guy fucking sucks in all caps. Yeah. Logged on to Twitter and there were people like, the mastermind is doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm what? so mad. MJF's just, I don't know, man. Oh, I can't yeah, do it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. do it. Bro. I, it's like, I just can't believe he has no new ideas after four months off. It's just driving me crazy. MJF is engaged. Good yeah, for he's him. kicking the shit out of him on his engagement day. 
Hey, look, he seems like a good guy. Just, he's just driving me nuts on the television show. You know? Oracle, did you see him kick the shit out of Seamus today? That was very funny. Did that MJF make you angry? Did? What? MJF did? Yeah, on yeah. Twitter. You see, like, what? Then, you see, then he just let that get over. Yeah. Seamus started it and MJF finished it. <laughs> he kicked mm-hmm. the shit out of him, man. It's pretty rough. He, I mean, he was like, um, you've been given the ball a bunch of times and fumbled it or something like that. And, like, really just put the boots to him. It's pretty wild. Man. He name dropped he'll you never be able quickly. To, he'll never be able to lace Seamus' boots. So that's fine. Fucking rules. It was something like only pieces of shit like the Oracle of Wrestling think you're good. Very fucking. I like. I'm, at least he didn't tag you, but it still felt inappropriate. It was such an incredible Oracle response because he was totally unmoved by it, but still yeah. felt the need to be like, you ain't no no one here is gonna shame us, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I can go out there and. Say fucking Mark too on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, fat boy. <laughs> you do it on here every week. <laughs> so it was like someone was like, uh, the most compelling rivalry in wrestling is MJF versus fans that want to cheer him. I was like, oh, fuck, wrestling must really suck right now. That's the most compelling rivalry. Just yeah. him calling people fat and losers and them cheering him. Fuck. Great shit. I like it. No, you don't. I do. I don't hate it. Shooter, like you do. shooter, shooter. Look at your little shoot grin. Look at his little grin. <laughs> Bro, if that dude left for the fed, you and me both would have been like, "Bang, fuck." <laughs> I will say that you getting so mad at him makes me like him a little bit more. <laughs> I respect that. I did that with. Uh, I did that with Serena, but there's no way you're pumping your fist when he comes out. He's like, "Listen here, loser, fat boys." <laughs> I, I, I'll, I will. Genu- I will be genuine here. Him being so goddamn over makes it a little bit more enjoyable for me. That's pretty yeah. normal, though. They should just um, make him a baby face, though. I've even had to accept the Danhausen thing at this point. Danhausen's good. At what? <laughs> Danhausen's he's good. He's good at he's good at helping people use the remote control. He's. You should have heard the pop for him on Dark this week. Well, I genuinely thought it was like yeah. a cute. That segment was like actually like well done. I thought the one the one last night, the way that he like came, like he was just behind the monitor and just stepped out from behind it, and also didn't realize he was the cool jester. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. So it's so is this year's Arthur Ashe Rampage one hour or two hours? Two hours. It is two hours. It's two. Oh. Fuck it. The hell are they gonna put on it? Well, some <laughs> submission machine, smart Joe. Mm. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Did you yeah. wrestle Sheamus? Well, that'd be good. I'd I'd like that. Did they ever wrestle? Fuck! They must have done something in WWE. They were both there for three or four years there. Same no, time. like because like they the only they wrestled at a show in Shreveport. They went seven and a half. Did you just discover this? No, I'm just made it up. Oh. <laughs> Remember when Sheamus had like a really fun house show match with Brock? Like it wasn't special or anything, but it was fun. Yeah, no, I don't. I was watching a lot of Benoit matches in the last couple of hours. Mm. He's not kidding about that. No, I was uh, I was on YouTube. Look at Jay Shaw's face, bless. Um, and there was a video <laughs> where Regal was talking about those matches, and I was like, "What's worse that can happen?" You know what I mean? So I watched the No Mercy one. 
which is the same pay per view where Regal's cock is on TV apparently, and like I think that was the choice. Um, <laughs> I I watched that show live. Oh no. Um, so we're visiting uh, Dylan in, in South Carolina. Yes. And uh, we were very excited when uh, Mr. Weight Machine came out. You know. Oh, I thought. <laughs> I thought you were talking about when uh, when Regal's cock made an appearance. I was oh no, I, I don't even remember that. Oddly enough, that was they, they did like a skit with uh, him and uh, fuck Bob. Who was I it? I mean, I I know about the segment, but I don't. Yeah, I, okay, I, good. I've never remembered actually seeing that. Like, yeah. So anyway, I watched that match, and it has, that's the match where Benoit just fucking shoot headbutts him and <laughs> busts Regal open. I was like, yeah. So then obviously I watched the Velocity match because. We're sick. We're sick individuals. You know what I mean? Well, I think the, the main event of that show had the four way. Um, yeah, we're fitting it. Yeah, which is actually not bad. Um, I was watching the match of that. Like, well, Batista and Finley had a good TV match during this period too. Yeah, and it also had. I think it opened with like Matt Hardy and Gregory Helms, and they were like, and and Matt Hardy and Helms yeah, had dude. like the six month feud that like never ended. Mm-hmm. A lot of the matches were good, but they kept on like wrecking um... each other. I tweeted a clip of it the other day, but that that fit match with JBL, the open mania, is so fucking fun. It's like one of the most underrated rules, mania dude. matches ever. I, yeah. I love WrestleMania 24. I think that show fucking rules. It's a really good show. The Mayweather yeah. thing is an all time great spectacle. Um, Jay Show, who's your favorite wrestler turned murderer? <laughs> Pass. Fair. Oh. Mine, mine's Invader One. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Wait, what was that shit? Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Problem with that yeah. is that wipes out the other answer. Yeah. Good. It's true. Oracle, uh, Sheamus and Samoa Joe teamed up 11 times in the World Wrestling Federation, but they never... Oh, my God. Imagine them in the real world tag league. Oh, I remember this. Do you remember when they had the... They were they were doing it at the at the Shield because they did the Shield versus the New yeah. Day. It's that, that was the, whole, team. the whole loop was... Joe in the bar versus the Shield. And it's oh all these different combinations God. of the shield too, because sometimes uh, Dean wasn't there, and sometimes Robin. It's See, at one point it's Kurt Angle and Ambrose and Rollins. That was in England. Hang um, on, hang on. When can you give me the England dates on this, please? I may have actually seen this match. Which November seventh, two thousand seventeen. What was the building, city, or whatever? Birmingham. No, I don't think Joe was in it when I saw. It. I saw Triple H in the Shield matches. It was the bar and someone else that I think from us. Oh, it was the bar and Bray. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He actually wrestled on TV once. Joe in the bar against Dean Ambrose, Jason Jordan, and Seth Rollins. That was on Raw. Fuck. December eighteenth, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I recall that. Bro, Vince is a piece of shit, man. How did we have a time where you could do the bar with Shmojo as a fucking six man team? And it was just like a nothing thing. That could have been so awesome. Could have got twenty minute main events out there every week. You know and, then, I mean? and then and yeah, because they did like this. He he had like this little alliance with them. And then the next year, around the same time, twenty eighteen, Big Show and the Bar had an alliance. And then that was that. yeah, I remember that vividly. And they had and they had a little thing. Remember, yes. Dick Maverick pissed his pants. And then the in twenty twenty, Joe and the Big Show had an alliance with Kevin Owens. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they had the fist fight. Yeah, the fist fight. I forgot mm-hmm. about the fist um, fight. One of their matches totally enthralled right now. I'm yeah. taking a quiz for my computer science class. Fair, good call. Cool. Help. 
Um, they wrestled in India. Actually, computer science. Shoot, might be able to give you help on that, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, the main yeah. event of that show was Triple H versus Jinder Mahal. Oh, Jinder lost, right? Yes. Triple doing Excel. Oh, that's, huh? I spend most of my time in Excel at work. I'm doing wow. an Excel quiz. Do you know how to work Excel, Joe? Um, absolutely not. I don't, don't have that written. Filth. Okay, so this is the sh- this is the show. December yeah, 12th. I got a hundred. Good job. Good job. <laughs> December seventh, two thousand seventeen, in Abu Dhabi. WWE Cruiserweight Title Match: Enzo Amore defeats Kalisto. Oh, I saw them do that at house show. It was you were you were at Abu Dhabi? No, I saw them do that match at house show. I did not see that. <laughs> Triple Threat Tag Team Match. Titus Worldwide defeats Miz Taraj in the club. Oh, oh that God. sounds fucking oh, horrible, God. man. Yeah. I don't know. I might have gone three and a quarter on main event, though. Sing- <laughs> no, you wouldn't. That would have been terrible. Singles match. Finn Balor defeats Bray Wyatt. Oh, this is awful. Singles match. Braun Strowman defeats Kane by DQ. <gasps> Kane said no, y'all. WWE Raw Women's Title Match: Alexa Bliss defeats Sasha Banks. <gasps> this is the show. This is the show. Yeah. The, you know, this is hope and all that business. Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They promoted yeah. it for two years. Yeah. They released the tape, and there was like four people. This is hope. <laughs> it's like, wait, what was it? Four, four <laughs> plants in the front row. Semi-main event: Jason Jordan defeats Elias. Oh my god! And six-man tag team match: The Shield defeats Samoa Joe in the bar, and that was the actual. Shield, Dean Roman and Seth. Genuinely, if you did that match in like a different setting and you were like 2025, 20, how fucking good would that six man match have actually been? Like in a big spot, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just Hoopers and Seth Rollins. They wrestled, yeah. They wrestled on WWE Tribute to the Troops 2017. Nine minutes, 57 seconds, Oracle. Okay. So yesterday I tweeted uh, something about the PWI 500 being good because Matt Cardona ranked higher than Seth Rollins, and I got the shit kicked. I got the shit kicked out of me all day. And I didn't see any of it because I have those quality filters turned on. Hell yeah! I like mm. checked. I actually looked at the tweet last night and saw all these quote tweets with people with Seth Rollins avatars kicking the shit out of me. Popped huge. Hold on, Stuff. I've just seen something truly upsetting. It appears that our friend, the Contrarian, has purchased a Forbidden Door Blu-ray. That is art. What a legend. Sasha and Naomi on another red carpet. My God. That's a quite Disney a deal. red carpet. It's Disney, as yeah, they should. Very problematic. Uh, Joe, will you open the package soon? Oh, well, I'm going to do it in a minute, but quickly, can I just shut Manny up this? So the story that Kenny said 80% of the guys suck, Manny has just decided that the guys he likes are the ones that Kenny thinks suck. Yeah. And one yeah. of them is Samoa Joe. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking art, brother. All right, let's do this here. Jay shows me another package here. This was um, the gift. Oh, my God, got. he bought a bootleg Forbidden Door Blu-ray. <laughs> No, he fucking didn't. Yeah. What the fuck? What? When Tony Khan leaves the physical media crowd behind, we turn to the bootleg leggers. I almost said bootleggers out of instinct. 
<laughs> He's mad about the the text on the spine. I personally am very excited because this package came early. So I was promised on Twitter a sappy message from Jay Shell. Uh, but I've been informed this gift will make up for that message never arriving. Yes. So Bro's gonna cry, Jay Shell. I'm glad you guys are here to see this. Joe's recording his own unboxing it's, video right now. It's a swift unopen. A swift open, I should say. So we're about to see it, right? So I'm gonna try my best to do this like in a fluent motion. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, oh shit. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Please take it out of its packaging, it's Joe. Terrifying. Look at his hair. No, they want to see the whole thing. Okay. This is this wow. is very disconcerting. I must wow. Oh, here we go. You're gonna have to find a way to display that in the background, you know. <laughs> uh, Look at the hair. It's fucking rules. Oh, this sorry piece of shit. That's good stuff. Thank you, Joe Shell. All right, so I'm gonna have to find somehow to kind of maneuver it up here somewhere. Put it alongside Jeff Jarrett. Look at that. There it is. Can confirm, folks. There you go. <laughs> Is that thing a priest? Huh? Is that thing dressed as a priest? <laughs> that's that's the way the things used to dress. Oh, okay. Oh, I just yeah. saw the. It's just this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he ever wore that. To be fair. Well, his skin his skin on the doll is just white, oh, so it looks like yeah. a. I thought we I thought we were committing some blasphemy here for a second. Worry. <laughs> we would never do that. No. Thank you, Jay Shell. Of course. I, I hope I you love it, Joe. Incredible. I've wanted one of these for years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back on. Just set it on top of the Jeff Jarrett thing. <laughs> All right. Let me try and figure this out, okay? I'm not going to just leave the camera on and have a shot of my asshole. Well, no, that'd be funny. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. You got Bob Fielder there. Okay. Um, so the uh, football game's at halftime. 10-7 Chargers. Um, but wait, more important, playing? it's the Chargers and the Chiefs Thursday oh. night football. So wow. big thing. <laughs> but um, like I'm supposed to know that he just well, mansplained football to you. No, I just I was saying who was playing, but you know, very aggressively though. Just that's like, fair. How do I'm you sorry, not Jay know? Bob, we still love you. Thank you. To be fair, that's the second time he's had to answer that tonight because Joe did the same oh. thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot she wasn't here the first time. This ain't happening. This is going to just knock this shit down. I'm going to have to find out way to do this. I'm going to have to like, pin it up or something. Yeah. Uh, Bob, why are you mansplaining when I should feel dead air? Seems bad. Well, you know what I you forgot. Could do, Joe? You, could, you could get a rope and connect it to your ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vince wanted to do that a few times to him, actually. <laughs> so, anyway, Bob. Yes. Serious question. Can you make a deal you just did? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he was just joking, you guys. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely the setting to joke in. 
he was trying out his new material. <laughs> so definitely uh, hasn't done interviews in the past where he said no one in New Japan could cut a promo. So it's very out of character for him to think most of the roster sucks. Oracle wants to fight him. Oh yeah. Oracle agrees with him. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm so upset issue... that I just now found a better gift for you, Joe. I shall get you this one as well. Oh no. <laughs> the issue that Oracle has is he agrees with the 80% of the roster sucks take. It's just that Kenny Omega's 80% and Oracle's 80% are drastically different. Kenny's in right. Oracle's 80. <laughs> I'd love to see Oracle's AEW roster, wouldn't you? Just fucking just well, cut down. I'd, I'd love to hear it. I don't think I'd love to see it. It'll be good. <laughs> Oracle knows ball. Hmm. Oh, there my God. There are wrestlers you would cut that would make or shoot and I very mad, but I still think you'd pick good wrestlers to keep. He'd cut Buddy Matthews for sure. Oh my! I mean, he's losing soon anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't know if he would. Oracle, would you cut Buddy? Um, no. Yeah. no I don't cut him. Good little hand. Would you? I would you replace Kenny Omega with Buddy? Oh no! Just shows just shopping for me now. This is very alarming. <laughs> I encourage it. It's fun. What did you say, Bullets? I asked if Oracle would just replace Kenny Omega with Buddy. Did you get a response. No, he's imagine how Oracle would book the Mad King Eddie Kingston. Well, that would actually be good, yeah. He just he'd work eight minutes on TV every single week and when we finish. King of the Road match. Oracle would just book like random <laughs> indie fellas to come in and just fucking do a match for King. Yeah. Yell in Jim Ross's headset about it. Yeah. I would also have like uh I don't know, angles. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I was literally. I was gonna say that punchline. I was like, he's gonna say it, so I don't want to take it. My order has been placed already. Yeah, that's an impulsive. You're impulsive, boy. That's very, very scary. Very scary. But I appreciate it. I I think you will love this one more than that one. That's saying something. I wish I would have got it. My dinner is ready, but. Would you like to know what it is, or do you want to... No, no, no. Okay. So few real surprises left. I ask every time, Joe, just in case Um, you change your mind. No, no, I never will. (laughs) I never will. Um, Jay Show, are you excited for CM Punk as an EVP? No. (laughs) Bob? Um, Yeah, actually, I think that'd be really fun. Anyway, is is the core four on next week? I think, I think so. so. We should start that draft soon. <laughs> I'll be gone the week after. Okay. Should we, should we just go in October? On. Should we just go in October like last year? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought that's what we're going to do. Because when do you oh. like <laughs> Look at attitude, Bobby. Jesus. You just you, you can't cut me off like that. I'm sorry. That's just too, as that, that undercuts me as a, as a member of the team. You know what I mean? Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. I kind of thought that's what we're going to do. Yeah, you could have communicated that in a more polite fashion. Arigato. Couldn't he? <laughs> Seriously, shoot, right? As EVPs, Bob's got to do better, am I right? Kanishima! That's a shit show. Where's my Kanishima? 
She can't I was, be trusted. I was debating whether possibly it was Bob cutting you off, <laughs> but J Shell can't keep a straight face when she starts playing videos. So Bob's, no, I got logged out. Funny. Bob's no. logged out, brother. <laughs> I banned him. I'm not going back in. I don't think so. Can somebody please play my Konichiwa? Um, Konnichiwa. It doesn't work. When I read your PWI thing, it said Anna J. Joe, Joe. No, no. What? Joe. I genuinely don't know why she was all supposed to. Do. <laughs> what was wrong? I can't talk about it. Oh fuck! This this is the late night room. We're I know. About just stuff. act like I don't talk about we it. We talked about nine eleven earlier. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Quite we did. Say shit. Yeah. yeah. I said I watched Benoit matches for two hours. We're fucked. It's alright. Any... <clears throat> anyway, I was reading a po- an article you did for someone, and when, when <laughs> it's I just, already like... out, Joe. Just go with it. It's fine. You already said it. Okay. When I read, Anna I, Jay, I, I was like, because Jay Show sent it to me for like, how is it? And I read it. And was like, why the fuck did did Jay Show just put an, like an A and S on the end of Anna's name? I was like, oh yeah, that's the whole thing on TV now. Yeah. Mm. Watch your product. I'm watching, brothers. And sister. <laughs> um, um, I would like to say this is the reason I keep my mouth shut during these goddamn ranking arguments because I don't give enough oh. of a fuck because those people on Twitter aren't going to pay me, but PWI is. You should actually just not talk about those because only great big fucking losers would talk about those because they're a kayfabe list well, for children and children hold are supposed to look at the pictures and say, this is cool. Instead, fucking loser, grown man, log on to Twitter and like, well, hang on a second. This guy's win loss record was. It ain't real. Yeah, Bob. Dean Malenko was number one. Dean Malenko was number one. Hmm. It's a disgrace. You good? Mm hmm. I agree. <laughs> I mean, I well, went on there yesterday. Uh, nachos from Chili's. <laughs> oh, there you go. Man, I did PWI tweets yesterday, and I'm on their payroll. I actually agree with Tape's perspective completely on that. Tape buys the fucking magazine. He waits for it to come out. He's going to get the magazine in like three weeks. He buys it every year. Because he says it's like one of the few things that's still there from when he was a kid. He likes it. I, agree. I think it's cool. Buy the super woman's cool. one, please. Please buy the woman's one. Please, please, please. And you should. He's super cool that it exists, genuinely. It's like a re- But, like, people that watch wrestling through the lens like we do as nerds should not be analysing it. Like, it's not... That's not what it's supposed to be. It's just like a collection of wrestlers for that year. It ain't, it ain't that deep. You'd be honestly better served, like, looking at the Observer Awards. And even that is fucking insanity. You know what I mean? Bob, did you know Cash Wheeler didn't make the PWI 500? <laughs> I did. I was real fired up about that. Oh my god. Joe, on Saturday, 15 minutes from me, it's a low-key meet and greet. Please go. (laughs) He'll be polite. He's not like a he's not like a uh, he'll be nice. You could probably get you could probably get something funny. Well actually no. He'd be nice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm already going to see Julia Hart. Jules! I told you I'm going to see Jules. I'm very excited. Just, just like when she when she get just all caps, all caps, all and see what she thinks of it. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't yeah. either. So yeah. you should say like, 
Oh, my friend's a really big fan of yours. He likes Alexa Bliss. And then just see what she does. Yeah. They're pairing Loki and Dan Housen together. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? They're doing what? Loki and Dan Housen. They do what? Oh, they're they're just both doing, oh. at the same time, right next to each other. Mm. Honestly. Someone needs to book that match. If you got Key <laughs> off the record and asked him about Dan Housen, he would give you one of the most like vile answers in human history. Like He would... <laughs> Because he thinks guys that like had fucking. He's a disgrace. Shame. He's a disgrace <laughs> to the business. Sounds yeah, he's a big like art form guy. Big art form guy. Somebody needs to book that match. Is he friends with Eddie Kingston or no? Not very much. So. They like lived together at the start of the pandemic. Oh. They really. He, and how? He's. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's uh, he you know homicide him. He still has his yeah. guys. Key's really close with uh, MVP. He's really close with like that kind Interesting. of proper guys. I don't know if he, him and him and Joe obviously were still in TNA a few years ago. That was like a group. They were the uh, what were they called? Bob Beatdown Clan. The Beatdown. <laughs> the Oracle of Wrestling. My God, the Beatdown <laughs> Clan. Yeah. yeah, a group with Kenny King in it, where Samoa Joe is the least important member. Still can't believe you left out his TNA run on that article about his last year of his career. Every single time Comrade does a podcast with Jeff and Bob, he can attest. Somewhere on the show, Samoa Joe does a job and Comrade's like, this feels like a mistake. No, you know, I think them saying BDK is a mistake. I don't think that they should use that. Well, I know that they probably don't use it anymore, but that probably wasn't a good idea. What's that? No, BDC. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was BDK because BDK no, is a Chicago street gang. Yeah, they did BDC. And they also, like, in the song, MVP took, like, a diss. He did, like, a diss of Bullet Club, which always popped me because, you know. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. Bob, you got to stop watching that show. Wow, Bob didn't even muster and all. Oh, There's people that listen to this show, Bob. You got to shake it. <laughs> Don't watch Impact. I want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. That's a step too far, I believe. He's uh, winking. If you're of... listening, he's winking at the screen right now. I put up with a lot here, but I'm not going to put up with that. Mm. Oracle and I watch Impact. We have a spreadsheet. We sh- we share a spreadsheet regarding Impact. I, I always get really that. upset when he beats me to it. You know. Mm-hmm. Four and a quarter. Oh, fuck. Steve Macklin, Alex Shelley. You know. We should watch the the um, low key match from WrestleCon again. That's like your yes. favorite wrestling match. <laughs> you popped huge for that. <laughs> I respect it. I love low key. I mean, he's a piece it, of shit. He was a I fucking think hooper. It also helped. I was watching it at like. One in the yeah. morning after doing so crazy. much like work, yeah. and it was just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hold right. on, we should put out late night grin DVDs. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, Alex would buy it. Imagine the best of contrarian Alex. You no, know, but so like the bit would be that we we design the cover and we do like the first six of them the same, and then the seventh one we'd change the spine of the thing. Mm-hmm. And then we'd change it back for the next one, and he would just fucking bitch about it for years. It genuinely may be worth just making one with the contrarian. Yeah. Just his own grin, you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be a wonderful gift for him? Late Night Grin presents the best of contrarian Alex, and it's just like grin grapplers and like a couple clips. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking 12 hours of content, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three disc 
DVD. And it's just him doing like voice impressions. Yeah. Good, yeah. And we could add like a, because he's big on one of the things he loves about the physical media is you get the bonus features, you know? Mm. So we'd do a little like, you know, the making of, we'll talk about when we ask him to do impressions. Mm. We can put this clip on there of us setting up the idea. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for a clip to play. No. <laughs> oh, the, oh. Art. He Cover should play day. Fritz in the movie. I think so. Just never that be on screen. Gonna, bro, that film's going to be good. I'm telling you, I'm, I'll be stunned if that film sucks. I want to see Stunned. Fritz. Is that I the gen- one with the shameless boy in it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, gen- I think that film is going to be good, legitimately. And I actually think the kind of film it is, it could get like genuine buzz because there's nothing critics love more than a real story that's completely fucking miserable. Um, it may catch fire. Unironically. Absolutely buried as a bit while going to see it. Yeah. Just call it just call it a fucking attack job on the Von Erics and <laughs> post a picture of Fritz with the prayer no emoji. The movie can yeah. never be better than bodies, bodies, bodies. I thought we we're getting to it more maybe tomorrow or some point this weekend. I thought that film fucking rocked. <laughs> I was so impressed by that film. It reminded oh me my of God. Um, it reminded me of the original Scream, actually. He's I'm not gonna lie. For losers like us, it low-key kind of hits hard. The stuff about social media obsession kind of felt seen, ain't going to lie. It's like That movie is something it's, else. It's, it's actually a really – when you said to me what it was about, I was like, that sounds fucking terrible. It's actually a really smart film. Kind of caught me off guard, ain't going to lie. I thought it was very good. So so are you going to see um... – Joe, are you going to? Are you going underneath the river over there that you live in to go see a movie? You know, you go to like rooftop movies and old cinemas. Yeah. And get some like underground London underground movie theater or something. To... Yeah, yeah. I feel like an insult, really, but um, uh, hey, yeah, the, the rooftop thing. I will admit, the rooftop <laughs> thing was a lot cooler, like via social media, than living it because uh, it's actually very cold, and also it looked like it was going to rain for most of the night. And also, we had to have headphones, but there was like a party next to us. You know the part, the video I posted, everyone like there was music playing. We were right next to that, so I could just hear people like screaming and stuff the whole time. So it wasn't really quite the hit I was hoping for, but still neat though. You know, I mean, I just will never forget logging on Twitter and forget because Clash started really early, right? It was like it was like seven here, so it was two p.m. Eastern or some shit. Yeah, it was, it was like super uh, early, yeah, even earlier than that. I think it was like one Eastern. Yes, yeah, so it's six here, right? So yeah. I got out of the football, we was at rooftop and I was eating dinner or whatever. And I just went on Twitter and like I saw people tweeting about the opening match. I didn't get the result. So I was like, shit. So I did two things. I messaged Oracle <laughs> and I messaged Monty. Was the match good? Monty replies to me, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, nah, bro, free and a quarter job. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. I was like, oh, fuck. And Oracle said it was good, but not great. I was like, I'm sure it's fine. Both of you were right. It was just good. But, you know, when when Monty replied, I don't want to talk about it, I was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> They're not um, – no, it does not, Rob. It does not. It, I mean, most days, but every day. They're not like – I'll talk about this behind a paywall because I think people would take my point the wrong way on Twitter. I immediately deleted it after I got a couple of weird replies. Hmm. That damage control act has not got over yet with the main roster crowds at all. Mm-hmm. And it's been kind of weird to watch it like – happen like i watched their tag title match from monday like eo and dakota have not got over yet and it's kind of it's a reminder of the nxt the difference in the nxt audience and the main roster audience like yeah 
Yeah. They haven't connected. Like, I'm sure they will. They're both great. I especially think Dakota is, you know, awesome just for a TV wrestling, what she can give you a versatility. But like, it hasn't quite clicked yet, I think. Sasha Banks is not a good dancer. Yeah, I think it's kind of like a bit though, isn't it? Isn't that like, even her fans like pop about that. Yeah, I don't know. Huh? What do you think, Bob? Where are you at on that damage control business? Yeah, or I mean, Sasha Banks business. Well, don't make Bob um, talk about Sasha Banks. No, I think, you know, the first couple of weeks they came in and they were kind of all over the show and now they're just kind of there and it's like, that's part of it. And then, yeah, the I thought the crowd would be a lot more into that match. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll see where they go with it, but it's... Yeah. It's been kind of strange. Like they should have maybe done the title tournament this month instead. Kind of let them get their trio stuff out of the way first, and then move into it. I just like. I think Bailey may be too selfless for her own good sometimes, and she should be like way more central in the stuff they're doing on TV. But she she's kind of just being like a manager. Yeah. And like I know why because she wants to get the other two over, but it's like. I don't know. It's just. I quite think, where I want it to be. I think they're going to do Bailey and Bianca at Extreme Rules, so she'll probably get a more featured role uh, coming I up. I think they might. I think there's equally a chance that they do the trios again and they do the, uh, you know, the winner takes all business. I could see them doing that. Yeah. Because Whatever. that would kind of explain why they didn't want to have them have the belts for the first match. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't, I'm not, by the way, I, and I said this, I'm not saying it's bad. I just, it hasn't quite clicked yet, I don't think, to the level it could, considering how good all three women are, you know? Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't help that they've run, they've had Electra and Asuka do run-ins about eight weeks in a row, so. Yeah. Probably. They're better. <laughs> yeah, sure. They are. I mean, I don't think that's the, you know, the crux of the conversation, Jay Show, is what I'm saying, you know? Holy Trinity greater than damage control. Oh, them, yes. Yeah, I thought you were going after the all-cap killers. You know, the real-world tag league winners, Asker and Alexa. Okay, Joe. So, um... Is Julia Hart in there? She's like an honorary member, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, guys, Stan Hansen and Brody Lee are my US tag team champs. Mm. That's it. Good. So. Stan Oracle. Hansen's the Grin Grappler guy, right? Yeah, the Grin Grappler guy. Mm-hmm. Oracle, I run on Anderson versus Sam Joe at Halloween Havoc. Almonte appears to be done counter-programming us. Look at, look at Oracle's reaction. He's pondering his star rating. Shoot, Monty told me you're a racist. Yeah, Monty says a lot of things, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Let's get back to him in a second. Um, it was a babyface match, Oracle. Does that make it a better star rating potential or, or worse? It's tough. Agreed. It seems like a weird matchup to me. I, I don't yeah. know how that would work. It was so. It's not. A, going, it's it. Uh, I'll be honest. My immediate reaction was, you know what, that might not be a good fit. But Arm is like grizzled veteran babyface arm. You know, so he's kind of an underdog. Mm-hmm. Kind of respect heavy angle we've shot here. Um, did he, US did he get that second foot in, Bobby? I'm sorry, Joe. You're fine. I yes, he did because they kicked the extra point already. It was crazy. Oh gosh, oops. I think I Oracle would go three and a quarter. I think Oracle would go. The main event of the show was Brett the Hitman Hart versus Bob Lashley. What do you think? That would be great. I agree. Well, hold on. Yeah. 
I didn't. All I said was Monty says a lot of things. I didn't say anything mean about him. I'll say mean things about him in a minute. Let me get there a second. He's my friend. Um, he should come on the show. Send you know what stole the show though, Oracle? Mm. The Mad King Eddie Eddie Kingston versus the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? I could see. I could see them having like a. That's gonna happen in March. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think Steamboat's gonna wrestle, Jay Shell? Um Flip Kevin Gordon. <laughs> Flip Gordon. He <laughs> 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 just gives like the weirdest, such like, as random indie guy. Monty, do you want a link? Do you want to come on here and upset everyone again? This would be good. Bob, can you talk to Lexi about coming on the groom, please? Yes. I don't think we should ask about her flight stories. People get really mad about that, and it's like, oh, it's fine. I mean, I guess you shouldn't tweet about it every time, but it's funny. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that, like, she's aware that it's a thing at this point. Yeah. She'll, like, put hashtag wherever the fuck she tweets on the hashtag, crying, laughing emojis. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, um, you know, and this is just me, and this is where Shoot and I, we're kind of different in this way, right, Shoot? Like, we generally don't get mad at wrestlers tweeting Monday things about their day. Yeah. <laughs> generally. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's kind of an unhealthy way to approach professional wrestling, but you know, that's how you end up with indie wrestlers that are good at Twitter and terrible at wrestling getting popular. So, yeah, it's true. Yeah, anyway, enough about Ricky Steamboat. Steamer, I like Ricky Steamboat. He should wrestle Dax the Axe. Oh, that would be good. No, yeah, rule, it's probably gonna happen. Bro, I would go four and a half. It's going to be FTR versus Ricky Steamboat and MJF. <laughs> what? I don't know. Doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> Can you imagine those promos, Max and Ricky Steamboat? They would actually have a great match, though, in all seriousness, right? Yeah, they would. Like in his prime. They would absolutely tear up. Money, I sent you a link. You want to go on? Um, They'd probably tear it up now, honestly. I was like, I wasn't sure I wanted to have Dex in my time machine gimmick because he's like a, the whole bit with Dex, he's a throwback. And I started like booking matches and just popping huge, you know? The one I sent you shoot of him working flair at center stage. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Steamboat and Seamus, my God. Yeah, mm, Seamus. That was fucking rule. Yeah. Do you think Seamus and Arn Anderson will be good, Oracle of Wrestling? Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which way around would that be better? The Great White, Seamus, when he was a babyface, all-time all time funny nickname for wrestling babyface, and Arn as the heel, or Arn as, like, the, you know, underdog baby versus the bully Seamus. Which would be better? The Great White and Arn. The Great White is crazy. My brother was like, you're watching Clash at the Castle, my brother goes, do you remember when he was the Great White Hope? I said, nah, bro, we never needed White Hopes in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't how it worked. Never a thing, really, in professional wrestling. He was just the Great White. Like a shark, you see, Jay Shell. Much like Jaws. Have you ever seen Jaws? Yes. You have? Yep. Wow. The shark movie. Good yeah. movie. My dad likes shark movies. Like Bobby, famous? did you know Terry Funk was almost the WWF champion in 1985? Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you know Terry Funk was supposed to be one of the knights when it was like Lawler versus whoever the fuck, Sean? Oh, that rules. Yeah. What? Yeah. He was also supposed to be the head booker and he met with Pat Patterson and had a few drinks and then just left a note in his hotel room and said, I don't want to do the traffic in Connecticut. Also, my horse is sick. (laughs) His horse was sick, right? The the actual reason was the Connecticut thing. He said he was in a car with Pat and he was like, fuck this, I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Just sweating bullets at the traffic. I'm not going to take this job. I like that Oracle popped at him almost being a knight, but not at him almost being WWF champion. (laughs) It's the kind of guy Oracle is. Yes. Booking glory means nothing to the Oracle of Wrestling. Hogan needed knee surgery, and so they were going to go with either Piper or Terry Funk as the short-term champion while he was gone, and then he just decided to not have the surgery instead. And then his matches were progressively worse for the rest of his career because of that. It would have had to have been Piper. It would have been Piper, yeah. Yeah. But it's more fun to pretend it would have been Funk. That Lawler story. Bob, did you see my tweet about the Jerry Lawler in WA champion story? Yes. Bro, I lost my mind. I have been thinking about that all week and laughing. I was literally, so I I took my mom to the dentist and I was in the waiting room in the dentist's office and literally laughing out loud at reading about Jerry Lawler getting the rug pulled out from under him, thinking he was going to be in WA champion, (laughs) going on Memphis TV and saying he was going to retire if he didn't win the belt. And then he didn't win the belt (laughs) and then didn't retire. (laughs) <laughs> fucking own man it used to be bad bro that needs to happen again tony you should do they that do that to someone too. sammy guevara yeah it's like promised him the aew championship having cut promos building to it for a month and then he just loses clean <laughs> he says he's gonna leave the promotion he walks through the curtain you're like mm. <laughs> <laughs> it will kill your credibility kid <laughs> i'll see you on smackdown yeah, I did see this. Lawler showed up to like the bump with like a WWE. He literally looked like what you're wearing now, shoot. He did that for I WWE. Know, yeah. Wasn't it the Raw Raw Talk or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Raw Talk. What did I say? Smack to was the bump. Smack, the bump. The bump. Whatever the fuck, the same thing. Um, <clears throat> he was up past his bedtime. Yeah. He uh, he's got an interesting looking face these days, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he's a pervert. I've heard that. Yeah. And a racist, among yeah. other things. Ooh. Yeah. Good work. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Jerry the King Lawler. Oh. Owner of the best right hand oh, in wrestling he... history. He's like a creep, too. Yeah. Well, she yeah. did say pervert. He did. Oh, fair, yeah. He said both. He's both. Yeah, he... I think he's both, though. I think... I don't think you can limit Jerry to just being a creep or a pervert. He's both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he certainly so, yeah. Top 10 worker of all time. <laughs> he's, he's a total racist. Oh, he, no, he totally is. He's an incredible worker. But I mean, you know, it's yeah. wrestling. All the greats are terrible. That's usually how it works. Yeah. Some people wrestling are learning that for the first time in the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have unproblematic faves. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, spending years pretending that your favorite wrestlers were like these. Like your pals who are infallible and never do anything wrong and super innocent and yeah. changing the business for the better. And then you find out they're just pieces of shit like everybody else. There was a tweet about Eddie where it was like, while everyone else is so mad, Eddie Kingston just retweets all Japan gives. A friend of Monty's and I was like, Monty friend looks of- like he doesn't know he's here. Like- <laughs> Hang on. A mutual friend of. 
<laughs> one, of Monty's, Monty and I's mutual friend tweeted, yes, Eddie Kingston is famously not mad on the line about many things. <laughs> it probably so much. <laughs> you know what, mate? Yeah, man, I'm not too bad. Kind oh, of caught, caught me off guard by... Uh, <laughs> he literally was. <laughs> Montel, Vontavious, Porter. I hear you had a hell of a show. You drew a hell of a house over there, I'm hearing. Uh, I don't know. Game, what does your shirt say? I don't know what it is. Wanted a live Chris Benoit. Oh, bro. <laughs> He's been like this all night, Monty. I sent that show to, I sent that shirt to Alex. Yeah, Alex owns that shirt now. <laughs> that's that's for real. He's got a yeah, wanted yeah. a live Chris Benoit shirt. He does. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, what did you watch your viewership, bro? Uh, I haven't actually checked it to be honest. Come yeah. on, check it live on the air. This is a big moment. Uh, when I looked yeah, through it, they had 150. How much of our audience did you steal? Yeah. Oh, uh, That's very flick. Probably not too many. I'm sure I'm sure Manny was in this group. I'm sure Manny was in this low of chat. So he, he was in the first few minutes. minutes. It shows where it shows where his low is low, you know. Well, we're giving him a push, brother. You ain't fucking oh, using yeah. him. <laughs> You got him doing jobs on TV. We give him fucking promos. We run a vignette for him last week. I don't get a vignette. I want a vignette. You got this. Well, you get money. Thing. Hang on a second. Oh, Hang on a second. Hang on a second. <laughs> you got this thing. It's like a Marvel opening. Yeah. I forgot how funny that opening is. I just, uh... Manny has been hooping recently, though. He has, yeah. It's been like Lynn Sanity vibes. He's been just hell, going on. Hell of a, hell of a, uh, he's a hell of a broadcaster. That's, uh... yeah. Monty, have you <laughs> heard my campaign to get him to change his Twitter handle? What do you say? I'm trying to get him to change his Twitter handle to Manny the Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> Manny he, big can, he can't even remember his own Twitter handle, so it's like change it to. I swear he changed the numbers. We should, every time. we should we should we should change that song from 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 the first Blues Brothers, Manny the Moocher, to Manny the Hooper. Manny the Hooper. Yeah. I could sing it. <laughs> he should change it to like Manny NBA, but never tweet about basketball. Oh, that was fucking rule. <laughs> just call restless hoopers. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bio just says hoops tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Talking hoops daily at AEW. <laughs> Art. Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. His Monty, tweet about last the... night about the greatest rookie season ever, that video clip. Yeah, it's good shit. Very good shit. See, with Jay Show, your rookie season wasn't on Late Night Grim, right? It was your sophomore season. Your yeah. rookie season was elsewhere. My rookie season does not exist because I've simply decided to not remember it. So, um, the fiend. Talking of hoopers, uh, I was I was around my girlfriend's earlier, and uh, oh, I'm sorry, that was fucking. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Carry on. <laughs> we usually watch a documentary or a film, and the documentary we went with today was uh, did anyone see the Malice at the Palace one? Yeah. yeah, I had no idea it was that crazy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> she cracked I have no idea. Tree. I had no idea. Very, very well made. Very, very yeah. Cool. So, yeah. All this Hooper talk made me think of, uh, you know, the good lad run artist. You, know? you pull up with so much basketball talk and, like, you don't actually have any interest in basketball, right? What an incredible bit. No. What, what veteran you are. Yeah. I watched the last dance. Nerd. Oh, I, watched, I watched the first dance. Well, that was better. <laughs> the first dance fucking ruled. Leave the memories he alone. Do, he should do like another last dance at United Center and just wrestle Trevor Murdoch for the NWA World Title and fucking win the big one and go. You know, <coughs> I like that idea. Same. Yeah. Monty, where's your, where's your camera gone? I'm uh... This is a visual show. We ain't like that purist all shit that you run over there. Oh, bro, just just please, you know. I, I clicked on it and the only person I saw was fucking Monty. <laughs> Now, hold on. We had Charlie. We had a fellow Brit. Did, 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 did. How was yeah. Charlie's? She's doing some features for Purist, right? Am I right in saying? Yeah, she's done a couple. She's uh, she's done one on the whole, you know, uh, sad boy law, as I like to call it, the God, elite. That rules. And um, she's doing another one on the elite dark order matchup, all out. So that should be coming out real soon. But uh, yeah, Charlie's great, man. She's always in a, she's always in the spaces and stuff. So it's never like, never awkward when we bring these new people on and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, well, yeah. and you know what they say about Brits in Western media, right? Wow. Top of the line. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. I've always got positive reviews. What are you talking about? Are you talking about Louis Dancor? Bro. I actually <laughs> talk in Germany. It's just that, like. There's like a bit about British people in wrestling media. I follow Charlie on Twitter, so I know she's not like this, but there is like a. Money knows what I'm talking about. There's like. This well, you're technically that... related to Louis Dangor, so. Well, that feels like a lie. Um, there's there's a bit online that all British people in wrestling media are like the most miserable people in the circle. Um, don't nod at that. Both of you nodded at that. It's very disrespectful. Um, Monty gets very mad at it sometimes, actually. He says, what's wrong Mark, with us? Do you want bro? some advice? I'll get mad at everything, to be honest. Get over yeah. it. Money called people. He, he dropped a C-bomb the other day. Did you hear this? He called somebody a cunt? He said he was talking about the punk thing. And he goes, the reason it makes me mad is it's these fucking elite cunts. <laughs> and he wasn't talking about the rest. He was talking about the stands. Oh, my God. But I was like, bro, you can't. Like, the C-bomb's very different stateside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Over here, that's like. Like, if you, like, just did something dumb, like, oh, I forgot my fucking keys, someone would go, you some sort of cunt. Like, it's just sort of brittle, you know what I mean? But it's very different. They still States deserve group. it, you know? Well, let's not get into that. You were very aggressive. You made me uncomfortable. So you guys are, uh, what, hour and seven minutes in? Have you even spoke about Dynamite yet? Yeah, Oracle didn't like it. Yeah, Oracle <laughs> said, let's get it out of the way. I didn't like Dynamite, so I didn't really feel comfortable broaching the topic again. <laughs> I did a long oh. speech about be, it being the most watched American wrestling show in cable television history. Well, Chris Jericho punched Brian Danielson's foot, you know. Oh, that fucking great. It was a great piece of business. I genuinely thought that match was, like, unbelievably good. Like, I thought yeah, it was, like, one of the best TV matches of the year. I didn't watch it. It was. Well, I did, Jericho's but I didn't pay bitch. attention to it. Oracle was did asleep. you say Jericho's a bad bitch? I mean... Speak. I <laughs> Jay Shell, seriously, seriously, right? You're talking about a guy who was so fearful of getting chopped in the chest that he began to block his chest, and Danielson was hitting him so hard that his arm turned fucking red. 
for oh, blocking Charles. And he still continued. And, like he was so he was so exhausted by that match, and he just fucking chugged through it. I was Amazing. convinced at one point that he had torn his pec. Yeah, Because it was like bright purple and like caved yeah. in, but he's just old, so it caves in now. He's he like, he, honestly he's a piece of shit, but he fucking rules. Genuinely, he is a great example of that like adage of you just shouldn't doubt the great ones. Genuinely. Because yeah. every time you think that fucker's gone one step too far, he pulls it back. Like this year, I think he's had three of his best fucking matches. The King it's one, one of the best years of his career. The Genuinely. King one, the Danielson one, and that Moxley match a couple months ago was like they're three of his best. I genuinely think they're three of his best matches in the last decade. Like, I seriously <laughs> think this is probably top three year of his career. I would say top five. That's fair. Because top three, I would say, is like the one when he worked Ray a lot. Yeah. The mm-hmm. year where he was, um, what was the year he did like the list? Because he was so over. He was like the hottest guy in the industry. That's after. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then one of the WCW years, right? Probably. Well, not the pain maker. Where's money, man? It's up there, though. Definitely, it's, and it's and the thing is, it's more important year because it's like a bounce back year. Because 2021 was, yeah, it was mm. moments there where it was like, this is it, you know. What did you say, Monty? Yeah. Where's money? He's hooping. <laughs> he's getting shots up. Yeah, is that the call? He's in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I got this visual of Manny with like his phone in his pocket, listening to the grin, just fucking getting freeze up. Yeah, doing step backs, making moves on people. <laughs> oh man, pray. It's fucking awesome. What's up, Joe Show? Nothing. I'm just singing Killer Cross's theme song. He's a big fan. Rules, doesn't it? Joe Show has messaged me every day for the past two weeks. Where about Killer is Cross. it? There it is. Great. TikTok, Tremendous. bitch. It's a shame we couldn't make the, the screen go black and white. Oh my! I need cried laughing when that happened. Genuinely, I need. I lost my shit. I, I was on the smackdown yeah, yeah. Looking hilarious. And I like. I actually thought I was having like a stroke or something. On the, I was so glitched out. Like, it went black and white in the middle of an angle. It was fucking hilarious. You smackdown good yet, Bob? What do you think? Um, no. Yeah, it's getting there. The six man was good, right? The six man was good. That was good, yes. It's good. It's getting there compared to uh, the past couple months, anyway. It's, it's gone from like a three to a five, right? Genuinely, this was actually happened with respect. Down raw, like seems good, but that seems to have worked more respect. Down. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I think that's for. It's gone from like a two to, yeah. like, to like a five, maybe a six. Yeah. Um, that works. It's still pretty bad, though. Do you know what Bob said about Raw earlier, Monty? I did not. You think he thinks it's the best run of TV in the history of wrestling? He uh, did say that, yeah. In the last six weeks, he said. He said he, said he, said he cried on, during Gargano and Gable. Oh, Pop. that's true. Oracle, what do you think of Gargano and Gable? <sighs> Football on. <laughs> do you even watch it? Oh, yeah, I had it on, but then, you know, the game was on the other channel, so. Fair. I've got our good, our good friend, the Iron Sheik. He was responding to the picture of Bailey and, like, Breeze and Biggie and everything. PDM. It's funny. Bob runs that Twitter account. 
Someone wants that Twitter account. Um, yeah, it ain't him, that's for sure. Okay, guys, I do have to leave because I have to do homework now, like a good student. That's fine. I wasn't reacting to you then, to be clear. I was reacting to something that was sent to me. Um, okay, Jay Shell, thank you very much for the gift. We'll do something later this week, right? We'll do, yes, we'll do bodies, bodies, bodies. Factual. Factual. Yes. The okay. hoot of the year. All right, speak soon. Bye, guys. Bye, Jay Shell. Bye. Bye bye. Let's uh let's put that cool overlay on again and make Monty J Shell. Okay. I really like the way it looked. Like the way you did the text is really cool looking. Yeah, it's really good. Well that's really looks Jack cool. one. Do you wanna be Jack, Monty? Oh look it at that picture. Of, bro, look at that picture of Jack, <laughs> man. It kind of looks like Monty. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, what? Oh. It's a little aggressive. The very only two Carrion Cross fans. That's very problematic. That's all. In what regard? Well, it undercuts Monty's representation element. Oh, okay. Yeah, Lindsay Dorado and Grand Metalik possibly headed back to the Fed. If Grand Metalik is headed back, that is fucking hilarious because he worked dark last night. Yeah. With an entrance video and a new nickname. <coughs> Bob, did, you see his new, did you hear his new nickname that he has in AW? No, what is it? King of the Ropes. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, we were talking about we were talking about links in the. What's need to do that to Bob? You knew he wasn't going to know the nickname. Come on. I was man. stealing Manny's bit from yesterday. I know, but that's just you just have to say him out loud. We both knew what was gonna happen. I wasn't trying I wasn't dunking on him, I was just it using was him to no set up the punchline. That Bob was gonna be like, hang on a second, he was the king of the ropes in 2019 Raw. <laughs> no, he knew. No, he didn't. You didn't know, did you, Bob? <laughs> I did. I like Grand Metal Leak. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I refuse I this, but that was very funny when Manny said that so excitedly. The king of the robes. <laughs> we were like, well, hold on. <laughs> the best part is with Manny, I don't know if he was doing a bit or not. Never you, you're never really sure, which is honestly, that's the way to go. Yeah, he's layered performer. Mm-hmm. Ah. Method you right, Oracle? Oh, I'm fine. Sort of making noises for the last two. I don't quite know what you what you're uh, referring to. Are you alright, mate? I'm great. Hold on, Dur- again? Dorado wrestled speedball on impact. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's probably good. I'll never find out, but Hey Oracle. Mm-hmm. You know my on Anderson usage? Mm. Are you more encouraged by me teaming him up with Claudio Castagnoli? Yeah, I think so. Should they tear it up with the Usos at Starcade? I hope so. Mm. It's a big match mm. for the show. Should be good, right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm. <laughs> I'm just getting his opinion. I thought this he had more of... when he stares at the ceiling. I, I think. No, we were just something. talking about the show, Oracle. <laughs> well, I was sitting here trying to fantasy book WCW. Yeah. We just share ideas uh, back and forth. Oh, we still have the name plates on. I mean, like, you know, the what oh, if scenarios. Right. It's important, you know? Yeah. 
I always like the idea of Arn, like, if Hogan doesn't come in, Arn is the guy that you used to term Flair heel. Mm. So, you know, Flair's a babyface in 94. <laughs> like, what if Flair gives Arn a match for the world's title? And you do one of those finishes where, like, he cheats, but he hasn't, he has, like, a reasonable out. Like, maybe he accidentally hits him in the dick or something, you know? Hmm. Arn is kind of pissed, but he trusts Rick because Rick wouldn't do that to him. You know, and then you run it back and fucking he like he cheats up front, turns heel, and you have Arn chase him as a baby face, you know? Yeah. And then you could build like a cage match at Havoc 95, 94. <laughs> and then like you give Arn a short run and uh Flair gets it back and then you build to Dustin and you get Dusty's coming and cut some promos for you. Mm. Mm. These are just some of my ideas. There I am. Mm. Yeah. See, I'm I've got 100%. the hurt business. Mm. I like the 100% hurt business. stayed in that bit, shoot. What's that? 100% stayed in that bit. <laughs> the, next time, the, next time, the next time back with Pangman starts talking about something I just don't care about, I'm just going to throw up a random image. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit. <laughs> so, uh, on Anderson, what a wrestler. Mm. All time great. <laughs> I want to do a. Uh, <laughs> I want to do a greatest wrestler ever ballot, or I'm going to do it. I've decided. Are you really going to do one? I want to do one. Now. I'm going to like do it properly. I'm going to like try and watch it. So. I've got like four years, right? Yeah. So we have till 2026 WrestleMania weekend, I believe. I'm doing one. Someone tweeted that, that Punk had cemented themselves as number one on their ballot and everyone got mad at him. I don't remember who it was. Punk will be a top 20 guy for me. So if you, if, you, if you do it, if you do it, I think they incur, like, strongly want you to like comment a little bit, so you may have to like... Well, I have a big fly. brand or I'm pretty popular. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got tweets. a lot of love on the podcast earlier. Why? Um... Why do you keep bringing me up on that podcast? I have enough. Back of fucking... man brings you up, man. He loves you. He's a big fan. He knows what he's. We're, we're mutual lovers. He brought right? up your take about, um, you know, Tony growing a pair of bollocks and booking stars against each other. Did he really? He did. You know, it's quite humbling when the fastest growing wrestling podcast just throws you a shout out like that. You know, when a gentleman like the backup hangman, man, with 15,000 Twitter followers, says, you see that Joey Bing Bong fella? He knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> pretty fucking good if you ask me. Oh, I have no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Then you, got some, then you got some love in the uh, in the group chat. I'm pretty sure someone sent it. Someone sent in a $5 super chat and called you the GOAT. So that was nice. Is, am I getting that $5? How does that work? No. That's generally how it works where I've been. <laughs> I'm Mon Mon Monty's Mon just trying to get his five dollars back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to watch this show now just to see people put me over. I'm not used to that kind of thing, you know. Mm. Yeah, you're a good lad. Yeah, I feel pretty good. I did see like when I saw our stock go up. Curious, I was kind of encouraged by that. You know, when I came back, Pop. I was a little bit surprised that Mark Raimondi wanted to do a, like an article about it. It was a little bit weird. I was only missed for six weeks, you know what I mean? <laughs> the big, he pitched me an article called The Big Man Is Back. 
Yeah. And, uh, I was like, is this really relevant for ESPN? And he was like, it's been a, it's been a hard seven weeks without you, bro. You know? Fair. I mean, I agreed with him. We're going to do it, but, you know. This would be good. I'd actually like to see Oracle and Backup Hangman do a show together. Uh-huh. problem with Backup Hangman is he's, he's trying to schedule him would be very challenging because Monty trying to schedule him is challenging enough. <laughs> and, you know, Monty's the... He's the national promotion, right? And we have a nice little territory here, don't be wrong. Mm. But Monty's running the fucking TV. You know, when was the series. last time that, that you appeared on WrestlePierce, Joe? I don't do the podcast anymore, bro. I review matches. I'm exclusive to the late night crew. I know. I was asking, when was the last time you... You want to fucking fight? What do you want to do? Okay. I'm fine. Never mind. I'll find it. No way. Some dumb fuck who doesn't know anything named Confirm yeah. Shoot in this business. <laughs> Shit, that's I, what I, I already did this to you last week, man. Oh, yeah, he did this. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. How was how'd that go? Well, I forgot the I forgot the muffin. Yeah, oh, yeah. like I had it in front of me, but I forgot to yeah. eat it. Fucking. Okay, yeah. so. Oh fuck! What is this going to be now? The last time that Joe appeared on Wrestle Pierce was when Vince McMahon retired, and it did two point one thousand views. Hmm. Um, yes, decent house. Yeah. Since then, they've done three point six thousand, three point six thousand, three point nine thousand, five point one thousand. 7,000. You're Kenny Omega, brother. <laughs> That's fighting words right here. You can watch yourself, son. <laughs> firstly, firstly, <laughs> this is very important. I defend myself right now. And I would like Monty as my fearless leader to back me up on this. I have very seldom appeared on the popular Thursday night program, which reviews Dynamite. And Monty will tell you that is the more commercially viable program. Package over at WrestlePurious. I would generally be the more kind of under the radar workhorse character, wouldn't I, Monty? Oh, he picked him up and slammed him. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh wouldn't my I, Monty? He literally he picked the guy yeah. up and gave him a fucking shoot spinebuster. Mm-hmm. Oracle, I'm trying to defend my brand here. Bro. No, I'm he's here. fucking narrating what's happening right now. No, this is, you know, guys. It's been a little much recently. <laughs> Did you see some of the stuff Bob tweeted about me today? Yeah, he kicked the shit out of you. <laughs> I felt uncomfortable. He said, all I do is like cause dissension and like spark fights among the team. Did you he see responded... in the group chat where he called you a racist? I did. Um, I, I mean, that calling people a racist as a joke is fucked up, man. I agree. Duke's dunked on me and Bob said, get his ass. <laughs> Not Duke's. Like, not that damn, not that damn Dukes. Where's Dukes? Did you see his tweet about me last night? Popped me huge. I've never been so honored in my life. I actually thought that kid had a fucking future in this business. Yeah. And he busted my lip open on a fucking drop kick, opening spot of the match. I said, "This kid, he's the shits. Get him out of here." He's an elite guy. And then he's a stupid, a fucking elite guy, an AEW fan that likes the elite. Mm. Fucking loser. Check the numbers. No one does that. What's the chance of me getting a good rampage on November fourth, Fleds? Gotta be, gotta be minus, right? No, they'll be that. They'll be well into their live run by then. It'll be an all timer. Plus, you'll get It'll a taping be... of all elite women. 
it will be good, but I mean, like, what's the chance of me getting something that will actually pop me? <laughs> it's odds on to be like Sammy versus Jericho, the inner Oh, yeah, client. it's not likely. It'll so be we'll, like, I'll text Joe and pop huge for the lineup, and he'll be like, I'm so bummed out, man. I don't even <laughs> want to go. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are we? He's hundred percent going to say that as well. Yeah, we're supposed to have four hours of TV at our Thrash Stadium. Well, we can't spoil stuff, unfortunately. So, yeah, there's stuff that's well, out that we've done. You'll find out tomorrow, can you, brother. Can you put it up in the private chat? Yes, mate. Of course, I can. Yeah, thank you. Bob, can you, Bob, do you know it? Um, I know. Is it just the two things? I know two of them. Uh, let me I can put those. Two. I'll do. I'll do. So, don't worry. We'll do that, Bob. Okay. Right, Oracle, I want you to just say pop or no pop when I try these. You know, right? Gotcha. Pop. One, one is in there. I didn't see that one. Pop. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Wait. I didn't know that either. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I saw two other ones. I just spoiling the show for everyone now. It's fine. I know she's mad because he'd cross his arms. Yeah, you can not look at it if you He's not actually mad. He'd cross his arms if he was. <laughs> uh, this is great audio, Bob. You're supposed to feel today. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you say just that. Reading part. it, Bob's just fucking reading. <laughs> reading what's going on in the chat. <laughs> you feel it? The audio is just me clapping. <laughs> is that match really happening next week? Yeah. Well, that's God damn. Yeah, that last that one is. I'm, I'm going with two, one. I'm, I'm going with two pops and a. Uh, that last one. Whew. I wonder what they're gonna do with King because he wasn't at TV this week because of the novel coronavirus. Mm. I think it actually might be Junaki Armor. I'm even doing a bit. Did you guys know that Takeshi's back next month? Right. Takeshi's back next month. Sweet. Thank you. Wait, Jesus, stop. Christ. Explain the no bit thing to me. Or is that just a bit? Disguise is a bit. Disguise is not a bit. Wait, King, what? King and Akiyama. No, I think I think that might be a thing they announced at some point in the next couple of days. Yeah. That's like Dude, King's he, dream match, and Tony said he yeah. was gonna do it. I'm gonna yeah. lose my mind. If that happens. I think it might be on because to be clear, but it's his own supporter if but Eddie wasn't at TV, but that feels like he could just throw that graphic up and be like, here it is. So I think it might happen. King's gotta be on there if he's healthy, right? He has to be. It's fucking off rash. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with this, there's what, seven or eight? So I mean, I'm not gonna say anything. But no, yeah, like, we, we they, need they, they still need like five or six. Yeah, more, there's more right? Rampage has four matches right now. Okay. And none of them we're gonna are gonna put up, you know, probably four. None of them they're going to put in a lot of time. So there's spots for at least two more on Rampage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the matches on Rampage, again, we'll stop the spoilers for a minute, guys. But basically, the matches don't answer Rampage, like, the max one could go is, like, 15. <laughs> like, the rest of them are going to go six, seven, most, you know? Yeah. So. Well, you have to leave time for informative video packages. Right. I am not doing a bit. This, Rick, this week's rant was obviously slightly like an outlier. I do not think it was necessarily a coincidence they maintained the way they did. Genuinely. I don't. Like, that yeah. was nice TV, man. That was good format. Mm-hmm. Just a little explanation of why a match is happening. It goes a long way, you know? We're going to see a lot more Jay Lethal. No. I mean, we can't really see less of him at this point. He's on TV every fucking week, so. 
You mean we can't see more of it? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. You know what the fuck I mean. <laughs> we can't see less of him. He's on every week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Was that necessary? Yeah, man. What the fuck is that? Dude, this is a gift from Jay Shell. God bless. It's the fiend. Have you seen the shit that Mattel have pulled? This is really illegal, I'm telling you. I think I can sue them about it. So Alex tweeted me the new uh, Lexi All Caps figure. Have you guys seen it? Mm, It's the one that that we have the picture of, you know? Uh, In fact, wait a second. No, not that one. Never mind. (laughs) So... On the front of the box, they have a picture of Alexa dressed with the makeup the figure has. I was looking at it like, I don't remember this being a thing. This looks weird. It looks sort of CGI. Fake photo. They've done a mad, it's done a fake photo for an action figure to try and keep it legitimate. That's got to be illegal, right? Wow. Does she know about this? I'm going to DM her about it every day. Yeah. Might get lost no. in the other DMs, but. I was going to say. <laughs> DMing her every day, that'll be something new for you. I already did the dung. You can't follow up there again. Pervert. Hey, man, I just think she'd be good on the Purist podcast. That does sound illegal, though, right? Yeah. Well, it's very weird. I mean, (laughs) we need action figures. Bro. Eddie Kingston versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, that's happening. Um, Imagine them trading chops. Bobby sent a DM to Greg Gagne about getting us in their action figure line. I should. He said, because... Greg said someone... <laughs> Sorry, Bob. No, I looked up like getting us all custom action figures would be a cool thing to do, like $300 each. And I'm not paying $1,500 for action figures much, for all of us. No, 1500 Yeah. Um, it's like bro. two weeks of pay from Late Night Grand. That's true. Right. Um, <clears throat> when Greg said that someone in the toy industry said that those figures would be bigger than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. He <laughs> fucking, he's insane. He's a Frank Brody. With <laughs> <laughs> fucking blade marks on his head. I didn't even realize that they had taken the, the All Japan Ted DiBiase out of the line. Yeah, he's, he was supposed to be in this. That's who Brody replaced. Oh. He was supposed to be in this series, and he's not was in Brody it. Probably not in the first series anyway. Oh, that's probably like the most. That was sell the most, I think, wasn't it? People love Brody, man. They've never watched him wrestle. Yeah, probably. Oracle's watched him wrestle. I bet Oracle don't love Bruiser Brody. I've seen him wrestle a couple times. He's fine. Bruiser Brody. Yeah. I know. Right. He's not a favorite of mine. That fucking tag get? match with Bachwinkle and Harley, though. Yes, but like when you've seen him walk through the crowd and threaten to kill everyone, and then he gets in the ring and just like sits on the mat with Anoki for an hour. Well, kind of. I've really only seen him in world class where he does four minute matches. So he's also not the fun kind of unprofessional. No, he just stops wrestling. Yeah. Like, he honestly on, was dude. a sorry piece of shit. Like, we, see, like I've said this before many times, but like Akira Maeda, great unprofessional. Yeah, great guy. Just comes in there, as hard as he can. Total dick, <laughs> piece of shit. That rules. Okay. Then you got Bruiser Brody. Well, yeah, I'm gonna come out here and and just bitch and complain and whine, and then walk out and not wrestle when yeah. I don't get what I want. He's well, like, 
You suck, dude. I'll be honest with you, man. We're just friends here talking. <clears throat> it kind of makes me mad that him and Hanson are, like, tied together in history. Because, like, that's so insulting to Stan Hansen's legacy. Stan Hansen's, like, genuinely one of the greatest wrestlers ever, and everyone just pairs him with this fucking goon who did, like, and they're all like, shitty ground rules. Bruce Arbody. Like, you ever watch Bruce Arbody work? He works lighter than a feather. Yeah. It's bizarre, isn't it? It's bizarre. Yeah. There's a perception of him that he, like, because he wrestled a certain way against Abby, there's a perception that he was Abby. It's like, no, not all. Right. Yeah, Abby, that was a real hooper. That's nothing for another day. Yeah, that's true. Abby is actually underrated, in my opinion. No, I like, I'm not, it wasn't doing a bit. I yeah. genuinely, like, Abby is the wrestler he's advertised to be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a real. I should have done him and Eddie Kingston in that promotion. Mm. Oh, my God. Imagine when the Mad King gets the fucking 10 pounds of gold. Abby comes in, kicks the shit out of him. My God. Leaves him laying. Paulie dangerously could be his manager. Might have, might have something here, Oracle. We need to... Um, I brought Umaga in. I mean, look, we've, we've got three and a half years, but we need to discuss your plans for the greatest wrestler ever because I will have... We're gonna to have to do some deep dives here, and I'm not saying we're gonna do shows on it. We're just, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have to. That sounded threatening. I must say, that sounded like you were gonna. That sounded like you were really gonna take charge of this for me. I was very concerned. He told you. He, he basically just told you you're not qualified to do a ballot right he told now. Told me like pull my boots. Well, no, on. I'm just saying, like you know, uh, let's let's have let's have you it's know okay. some discussions. Where would you have Alexa Bliss on your ballot? I'm not like a mark, you know what I mean? We'll slot her in like the 50 or 60 range, you know what I'm saying? That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm genuinely curious you have what, your, what your draft, what your what your mock draft would look or mock No, I legitimately intend to take it seriously. Like, I will not do a mock until I've watched like a lot, genuinely. Right. I mean, I think you know that I'm not going to like fucking phone it in. I'd like <laughs> right. to think that as friends, you know? No, I'm just, uh, you know. As pals, I kind of thought you'd do that. Well, no, I, I just, I want to have this discussion. Yeah. I'm gonna be the high man on Roderick Strong. It's okay. It's fine. When is the Robert O'Neill 31 coming back? Oh, go fuck yourself, Monty. We haven't got any possible guests. You know, I'll, probably, you know, I mean, I'll have Jerry Lawler at five or something. So you know, I mean, yeah. they're, they're Roderick yeah. Strong is a real candidate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Roderick Strong is a real candidate. I'm not saying he should be number one, but like he's a re- he should he's fit, very oh, fair. Yeah, Ro- yeah. Roderick Strong could easily make a top 100. I mean, like yeah. he's absolutely 100 candidate for sure. Yeah, mine will probably lean more modern, but I will watch the I'll watch the classics. I, I don't intend to phone it in, you know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, I think yeah. our our top packs will be very similar. My, my my problem is is when I when I analyze a when I, when I analyze a wrestler, my ideal scenario, and this is absurd, is to watch like twenty or thirty matches, but not yeah. all classics. Just to see, it like, have the, to be it has yeah. to be a range of different types of settings and stuff. You're a big performance guy rather than a great match guy, though, right? Correct. Man, Herbert yeah. threw a horrible pick. I would say my my rough outline for my top – this is my genuine – to me, this is like the, the candidates for number one spot. He's my fantasy quarterback, so I'm not happy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. These are my potential number ones, legitimately. Hanson, Funk, Flair, Danielson. I would be very surprised if my number one isn't one of those four, legitimately. I'm leaning towards the latter because I think Danielson's body of work is just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Flair, I think, is always a fair pick, even if it's a pick I'm less keen on now than I would have been five years ago. Funk is probably my... At least Funk and Brian are my two kind of... This is just gut feeling. I've watched a lot of those sure. guys, not watched a lot of everyone. 
Um, obviously, I'm sure the pillars, you know, I'm sure like Masawa comes in higher. Mm-hmm. Um, he's almost certainly a top 10 guy for me. I'd imagine Britt will be a top 10 guy for me. I'll be lower on, as much as I love guys like Arn and Regal, I can only go so high on guys that, like, I don't think the match catalog's quite there. Like, I, I, I love the way you watch wrestling and I appreciate it, but, like, they'll be on my list, but I couldn't go too high without them having, like, a certain level of... Regal's higher than Arn because Regal does have, like, some great singles. Like, we did it in the Green Grappler, right? Like, mm-hmm. some of those NXT matches at the end, even. They're, like, legitimately great matches. Arn, I think, is a little challenging. What's that, Jack? What's that, Jack? I said... <laughs> is that money? <laughs> <laughs> I said, where's Seamus? He's a candidate, right? I'm, I'm not Seamus? as familiar as Oracle. Oh, yeah. For sure. Seamus be in my top 100. Yeah, Claudio's going to be in there. Um, Kevin Von Erich. Yes. Well, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it'll be totally fun. shameful. I have three years, so... <laughs> we're stressed about too much. El Desperado. <laughs> <laughs> He's a hell of a fucking worker. He's Oracle good. would like him, actually. Desperado. <laughs> uh, I mean, Oracle said that he, in 2016, had Stan Hansen, his number one pick. But you said it was slightly to be compelling, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. It's it's hard to pick the greatest wrestler ever. Like, I, I just don't, I don't, I'm not dead set on that kind of stuff. Like, I take that, too, I take it too seriously. Um, (laughs) like i i think it's a really really hard choice to make like it's way harder than matches for me like picking the best match of all time is like there's like six or seven like that's like everything else has just been a belief like beneath them for me like i think matches are much easier to rank for me but like what are those matches i'm intrigued Uh, what's that top pack you know like the top tier of matches what do you think they are i mean i'm just interested um, and for what it's worth, I enjoy ranking wrestlers more. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Because it's more difficult. But like matches? Yeah, I'm just um, interested. Like, so your best match ever, what's the first ones you'd throw out? Uh, let's see. The 84 New Japan Gauntlet. I still need to watch that. You put that over a lot. Um, the, uh, Misawa Akiyama, uh, 12696 versus, uh, Tawei and Kawada. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The 86 Elimination Tag, New Japan. Um, What's the first US match that comes up, do you think? The first is it uh, Sergeant Steve? Slaughter Iron Cheek uh, boot camp. Oh, shit. Um, rules. Let's see. Do you put the Steamboat Flare ones in this category or are they tier below? Uh, I think that I, I believe they're tier below. What's um, your favorite of those? I'm interested. My favorite of those? Yeah. Probably, probably, probably the 60 minute clash match, 55 minute clash match. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, Midnight Rockers versus. Rosen Summers is maybe at the bottom of that top tier. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's way up there. That's great. Um, the 
New Japan Elimination Tag is one of the best matches I've ever seen. I need to watch the 80s New Japan Look, stuff, man. Listen, I haven't seen any of it. It's incredible. Yeah, I haven't seen um, uh, um, Hokuto Kandori would probably be in, my, you know, in, the, in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there might be room for one or two more. And then like stuff starts to get... It gets a little bit more difficult after that. Like, those are kind of the matches that like stand out to me. Is like, uh, it's just tremendous. I um, I will say, I think if this Brian World Title run happens, that case may get a lot stronger <laughs> before twenty twenty six. Oh sure, because you remember the run he had when he came in. We were talking about it a lot then. Like, oh my god, he's he was on a fucking heater. Like With the handman rivalry, and did he kind of yeah? Whose shuffled. teeth did he kick out? Colts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Yes. Honestly, Oracle, where do you have Punk? Like rough read on where Punk is. I actually genuinely interested in my Punk stats. Man, I thought he was excellent in this final run. He really was, man. He was great. Um, I mean, the Moxie match was very good. Yeah. Uh, you know, he took the back seat to everything, but the match was very good. I loved it. Looking ruled. Um, let me think about this. What a great fucking drama that was, right? Like mm-hmm. four hours into the show and the place was just rocking. Oh, mm-hmm. it was fucking great pro wrestling. Great last match. Genuinely. Kind of the perfect way for him to bow out, right? Mm-hmm. An awesome mm-hmm. match. And then Punk getting his own way and kind I mean, of self He's in there. It's tough. He'd probably still fall somewhere in the middle. I don't know. It's tough. Is... Like... <laughs> My God. My God, mm. young Manny is here. We're Manny, are you doing a, Are you doing a twenty twenty six top one hundred wrestlers? Manny's muted. Oh no! You're oh, muted, no. Manny. You're on mute. <laughs> Shake the <laughs> head. Um, are, are you going to do a top one hundred for twenty twenty six? Still mute, bro. We can't hear you. My he's God. not. He's not muted though. So what? I don't know. It's because he has to switch. He said this to me last night. Explained it to me. It's a switch. To be fair, I did put him on the spot by just sending him a link and saying, "Come on the show." <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I was just already in bed listening to oh, like Elvis videos. <laughs> he got out of bed. Come on, shooter! It's late. We were just talking about the top 100 wrestlers. He's a um, grinder, man. You, uh, Manny, are you in on this? Should we do this together? Should we? Should we do our greatest wrestler ever ballots? Should we come up? Then we have till 2026 to study all the great wrestlers through history. Yes, well, I'm really doing that right now, as you can tell by my Twitter. Uh, yeah, you decided are to. You, are, you go to are, are you? Are you on PWO? I'm no, not, I'm, I don't I don't get know the, what that is. I'll do it. Oh, I'm genuinely man. interested. Honestly, legitimately Oracle, even if I don't do a ballot because I don't like want to, I will go through the process with you. When you start, like, yes. really like, tell me because I'll try and do it. Mm-hmm. And we could do shows about it too, and that'd be cool, right? Yeah. Um, genuine question. Who's the better candidate, AJ Styles or Punk? CM Punk. Mm-hmm. I think this is a really interesting debate, and I think people AJ too Styles. quickly... I think AJ's the better candidate. I love AJ over him. I would too. But I think it's closer than some people on social recently pretended because some people like this wash. I was like, Punk's got a pretty good career. <laughs> like, Punk's <laughs> most memorable matches, I do think, are more memorable. AJ's just got so much depth, you know? Well, well can you say that uh, 
Punk's runs are more memorable? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. But that's, you know, it is worth noting that this particular ballot would, is just work only, Oracle. So Punk's promo yeah. advantage is kind of undercut there. Punk's obviously yeah. a better promo. I mean, I think everyone accept well, that. Because, well, I guess, because like, you can't really, because I guess CM Punk had the better ROH matches than AJ. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, you can argue that AJ's had better. I don't know. It's like a toss up between who's had better WWE matches. I would actually say Punk. Yeah. But it's more that, again, it's it's more the depth for AJ. And he has the New Japan run. Yeah, he has the New Japan run. And you can argue that his AEW run has just been full of great matches, too. But the New Japan run just had, he had the G1s, he had the Wrestle Kingdoms. Yeah. And he's like, he's just. I know, I know this is because it's whatever, but like, there's something impressive about how good this match is, his best matches are on TNA. Yes. Like, it's incredibly impressive how good his best matches are. Yeah, like, I don't know. What do you think, Oracle? My off base, like, I, think, I think Punk's WWE <clears throat> match catalog might be better, genuinely. Yeah. Punk has, I mean, Punk, has Punk has more classics. Like, yeah. I mean, AJ has, he's like, delivered at WrestleMania. AJ has the Roman match, the Roman matches, and then the um, Brock match, right? Punk has the. Yeah. Uh, Punk has, like, the Cena series, the Brock match, the Brian uh, match, the Jeff Hardy feud, the Ray, the Ray, the Ray feud. Yeah, with the, like, one with the Jeff and Ray feuds are classic feuds. None of their matches are classics, but they're right. but all the matches are great. I think there's Monty and I was talking about recently. They're the big the big four from that era is Brian, AJ, Punk, and Joe. Right, mm-hmm. that's the big four. Joe Joe's the weakest, greatest wrestler ever candidate because he's got the least depth. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably had the highest peak. Yeah, indeed, hundred percent. I still think you could put him like. I mean, he, even he, even that 18th month run, I think you could argue his peak was better than even Brian's. I think I you think could so. have to make that argument. I think you can. I think you can have Joe pretty high. I just know you can have him high on the other front. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's just like <clears throat> he has the 18 month peak, maybe two years, and then it's just kind of like. Yeah, you know. I think there's enough good stuff. Like, I'll definitely be one of the higher people on Joe. I don't think he's like a top 20 candidate or anything like that. Whereas the other three are top 20 candidates. I think genuinely. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Joe's kind of weird because like his ROH stuff is just so great. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Punk's a top twenty kind of. Oh, Punk's a Punk's a very special kind of wrestler, man. I don't know, like he's. I, I yeah, think in, he had in multiple in last year. Yeah, you're right. In ring only might be tough. Yeah, yeah. That's he's that's, just that's such a good there. storyteller, man. Like genuinely, he's so good at that shit. You know. Yeah, I think he's, I think actually it goes Brian AJ Punk Joe for that mm. particular category. Again, on peak, it's you can always flipped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where, do, where does Ray that, fall in for you? Ray's genuinely a top ten candidate for me. I love yeah. top five. I think Ray's <laughs> yeah, I genuinely think there's there's no praise too much for Ray Mysterio Junior. Like that I think dude I had like, Ray three in twenty sixteen. Yeah, well, you're a man of no. I, I I might have had him four or five. I can't remember. I wish he was in there. I think Misawa was three and Bunny. It was Edge. Edge did not make my list. Um, <laughs> what about Christian? I, Christian I, I did love, make my list. Yeah, Christian. Like, like, it's, I love it's Ray, but I don't know if you'd be my top ten, which is weird. Yeah, that. but I think you're – I think if you did this process, and there's nothing wrong with this, I think you would lean more on the guys that have, like, the epics, you know? Oh, I just think that I've, I prefer, like, uh, from the luchadors I have seen is, like, I prefer like Eddie Guerrero's matches and then mm-hmm. uh and uh Blue Panther or Atlantis matches yeah. over Ray, yeah. even though Ray has like 
you know, some of the greatest. I like, think Oracle and Light Pop for a certain genre of Ray, Monty does too. That like I think is not as aggressively impressive as some other guys are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, which are you guys? Some of those eight minute matches. Genuinely, like the three of us, and I don't shoot Bobby the same way. I don't know. Like the three of us could watch Ray work like a ten minute three star TV match uh, and be like content oh. forever. Oh, yeah. I know, I know, I knew you well enough, Manny, to be like it was fine. But like, I just yeah. think that dude is such a because he's like transitions are so good. Like he, the way he'll do like a cut off, he'll get yeah. cut off, and way he'll, he's just, just so brilliant, fun. man. Because yeah, when I think of Ray, I think of his WCW run, and I think of his AAA stuff in the early nineties. That's what yeah, I think of Ray. And that's why that's just one of those like. It's one of those taste things. You know what I mean? I like, think of not... him last week. <laughs> yeah, he's, still, he's still so good. I Honestly, I was talking to Monty about this one because I watched the Clash on. Like, I thought that tag match was absolutely tremendous. It, really it got no good reviews, really. I genuinely thought that was like one of the most well-put-together matches I've seen on pay-per-view because the crowd wanted to see Edge and Ray play the hits, right? Mm-hmm. And they gave them that, but they made Priest and Finn like look good in the meat of the match because Ray's so fucking good at his job and he sold for him. And Priest like a killer in there with his strikes and stuff. And he can slap his fire again now, so all of his stuff looks good again. <laughs> um, and like Finn's obviously a great worker, but it is. I thought that match was so well put together, and you had the stuff with Rhea and she took the dive spot and made that look great. Like, I, just, I thought it was a killer. So I love watching Ray. I mean, he's a guy that I would be very intrigued what he could have done in AEW. Mm-hmm. Just because of what those matches look like is interesting to me. Um, Do you see the, you see the see thing it, where they played telephone and Rhea Ripley was like whispering in Dom's oh, ear? Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that's the one of the things I saw. <laughs> he's, uh, he's going for it with that Rhea stuff, huh? True, Paul. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a good time. I, I like watching I like watching Mysterio wrestle. That's my hot take. Mm. You know, looking back now on my tweets from earlier, because I got I, one of my tweets got banned. No, not banned, but um, war- I got a warning for the blood in the, one of my Mudo and one of my Mudo tweets. And I was going back to some of my tweets, and that popped me so much that I didn't, I didn't think it think it was crazy. The the, the William Regal one where I said he's the goofy one. He's not. Yeah. He's not a goofy. I didn't realize how ridiculous that was at the moment until like after I read it again. I said, "Bro, that's crazy." Imagine he reads that. He says. It was the fact you added the podcast to pop me. I don't know if you, for those of you who didn't see it, Manny tweeted, like, when I was a kid, I watched him every I thought he was a goof. And this is a very common sentiment that people say about Regal, right? And now, like, you watch him as an adult, and you're like, fuck, he's so, he was such a great wrestler. But at the end of it, Manny, but Regal's podcast has changed my view on him at Regal Podcast. Like, the idea of Regal, like, looking at this tweet, like, oh, this guy just thought I fucking sucked until he heard me talking to a mic. Because um, Regal was interactive with Manny's tweets before, so it was just funny. But I was saying earlier, and this always sticks me. I didn't talk about this on the green ground. We'll talk about it here because fuck it. They've said so many awful things on here. This before. Because I didn't want to hydrate the show. Especially with Alex on. But I vividly remember being a kid. And I, I still don't know which one it was. Because how can I fucking remember? And one of those Benning Regal TV matches happened. And I remember it like like fucking like melting my brain as a kid. Like I just like I'd never seen wrestling like that. And I don't know if it was the Blossom match or one of the SmackDown ones there, because they had like shorter ones on SmackDown that were the same where they just like fucking whack each other loads of times. Yeah. And that was when I had the moment that Manny had apparently today, <laughs> which is like, oh my God, Regal's a killer. And uh, I didn't bring up on Green Grappler because obviously you give that sort of content to Alex. Now Herbert's hurt. This is bad for me. Sorry to hear that. 
But um, those two kick the shit out of each other. My God. So I played this a bit like when Regal said that, uh, when Danielson always said that uh, Regal was his influence and all that and his hero. I always, uh, of course, it makes sense. And like, that's yeah. what I was going with a bit. And then now watching Regal in these like New Japan matches and stuff, I'm like, yeah. okay, I can definitely see where Danielson gets his like intensity mm-hmm. and his moves. I'm like, they, they wrestle just the same. It's just He's- that. The biggest benefactor of like Oracle's the yeah. way Oracle watches wrestling, where it's like you look at the performance of a guy. Regal is the biggest benefactor of that in the history of the industry because if you watch Regal's performance, even in tiny little matches, the level of detail he puts in, the level of thought that he puts into his work, he doesn't have that many classics, but he's a guy that even in any setting you can watch that dude and have fun. Bro, like, he's just a that, great in that Hashimoto match, bro. I he great match. He broke his nose, I think, and then just like he was beating him up, and then he, Hashimoto fought him up, and then Regal just throws up his dukes. Come on, come yeah, on! Great, yeah. we, we, we did like, that on, we did that on Green Grapple that match, right? Oracle, oh, the really? Hashimoto match, mm-hmm. fucking awesome, man! It, like, and the way, like the way he can turn it on and be physical and be have like an edge, amazing wrestler. Like, genuinely, he's he's such an interesting one because his own. Um, in a lot of ways, he was his own biggest enemy, right? But yeah. from from t- in terms of how selfless he was, even dude, just he would do he would just do whatever they asked of him, and he'd do it to the best of his ability. He never tried to outshine people. Mm-hmm. And the reason you only saw that edge from him in WWF was when he wrestled Benny was because Benny was the only other dude that could do that shit. So he did it against him. He wasn't going to do that against fucking like you know Maven or whoever he was putting over on TV that week. I can't fantasy uh, something something super. I can't remember that song. What ruled though? Good job. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. His, his match with Ray are not good. I didn't. I didn't really like his match with Ray in WCW. Regal. Yeah, Regal. Regal had a match with Ray in WCW. Yeah, yeah. he had a match with Ray in WCW. It just it didn't seem he like Ray he knew what the chemistry. I've I've seen their yeah match. their smack their match on SmackDown in 2006 was not that great either. Which is kind of weird because in his podcast, he's always talking about how he can work many styles. And I've seen him wrestle like a young Ray. Like, he oh. can definitely wrestle because we well, did the match. match was great. Yeah, the side yeah. match. Yeah. All the yeah. side yeah. matches are Watch great. that one. That one's good. Man, yeah, and the good. Eddie match, too, is really good. Yeah. Like when he wrestled Eddie, I'm just like, you know. Eddie's uh, one of the more versatile in-ring guys ever, right? Eddie's mm. very. He's got a very wide skill set in-ring. Like, yeah. If you look at I Eddie's best matches, he has fucking – the match with JBL is like a classic territory bloodbath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then he also has like these athletic showcases. He's just, I'd say he's pretty good. Monty, what are you saying? Is it Undoubt the Ring? What about it? You said Range. Oh, Eddie Guerrero? Your, yeah. You a fan of Eddie Guerrero? <laughs> I have a uh, framed autograph picture of Eddie Guerrero. It's like the only um fucking loser. It's like the only wrestling merch I have outside of t-shirts. Imagine having an image of Eddie Guerrero in any any spot on any of your walls. That'd be very embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird one. Not my <laughs> girlfriend bought it, man. So like, yeah, I could never. In my have room, it you know, especially Eddie like, Guerrero. It'd be man. really embarrassing if I had like a cartoonish one that. Especially emphasize his muscularity. That would be very inappropriate considering the way he passed away. Do you agree, Monty? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't do that. This is actually one of the coolest things. Like this Oh, you have one. 
This logo is my favorite part of this, I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I played two it's the Havoc one. Whenever I, I play two K by playing that arena no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. Because in the slim where the Slim Jim promotionals were, they just put this logo. Yeah. <laughs> it fucking rules. That's my favorite thing when I do uh, when I play on 2K. Whenever I do, I always have to play in a WCW like. It's the coolest. Arena. We say it all the time, and it's such a cliche. But that is one thing that like wrestling just fucking sucks at now, right? Like, <laughs> we have no like sets anymore. Yeah. I mean, the Fed do like. I will say there is stuff they do that I find to be like really cringy. The when I watch Clash with my papa, I realize like why it's kind of cool. You know the CGI shit they do. We all like dunk on it. But he was like popping him because he's old. I guess that's their audience. So fair. <laughs> like other Clash show shoot, they had they had like a big like Tron, and it was built like a castle, and it was like it had like a dragon with shaft on it. And every time they showed it, my dad was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> and I always find that stuff to be so like lame. But I guess for like kids and old people, it works, which is their audience, right? Right. I'm not gonna forget the first time I saw that. I say, like, bro, how did they get that up there? Then how they? I was like, am I? And then I realized it was all fake. And I said, like, fuck, man, no, that the, got the, me. The, the screen was the, the shit on it was like the, they basically had like a screen that was built that way. From what I can no, 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 no. Like uh, when I the first time I saw like that Roman oh, one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When I saw those, I was like, man, how did they get those? Switch them out real yeah. fast. And I, then I realized <laughs> they were fake. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> yeah, it's good shit. It's um. The fleet ones are incredible because it's like they'll do little things in their production and everyone will pop for it and they just stop doing it the next week. Oh man! Yeah. Even when they like lit the building oh, differently, and wow. Tony was like, "Thank you for the suggestion," and they just went back to doing it the same way. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Did they do any shots of the announcers with the back to the ring this week? No, no. <laughs> One week. <laughs> Thanks for the suggestion. We're back, baby. Just forget to the next week. Oh shit! Who cares? I mean, yeah. That's well, kind of your weakness, though. So. He is a fucking idiot, so. Yeah. <laughs> Hold oh. on. <laughs> He's a sponsor of the show, bro. Chill out. Who's this? Tony Khan. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm good friends with Tony Khan. I'm going to an AEW show, guys. There's not what we mean about Tony Khan. Are you going to get a media pass? <laughs> no, I'm going to sit in Gorilla with the boys telling their matches sucked. I'm going to DM <laughs> Jay Show. Can you imagine Tony Nees walks through the curtain? Learn how to sell, you piece of shit. <laughs> I start banging the monitor when I'm enjoying a match. Tony gets very, very upset with me. I finally know my end to PWI now with Jay Show. Now I can find Bill after. That was so funny. The other day, Manny came on here and was like, I Did have a beef with Mike Johnson. Bro, Manny came on and was like, I have a beef with Mike Johnson because I just read the PWI 500. And I was like, I think that's PW Insider. I don't think that's for wrestling industry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking rude. Direct threat to Mike Johnson. Oh, he's probably a piece of shit anyway, I guess. Very much so. Uh, anyways. Trying to give people viruses with all of the ads and everything. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. One of the funniest stories today was the Voices of Wrestling thing where they said the punk watches the whole TV tapings. And everyone was debating the truth for this story. And all I was thinking about was some of the matches that he's watched over the last year. Like yeah. him watching like Julia versus Diamante in a six-minute thriller. Just sitting there like, good stuff, you know. Him watching uh, 
Serpentico versus Danhausen or some shit, you know? You know, the funny thing about that whole voice wrestling thing was like when the, the Kenny Omega one came out and I said, you know, Kenny's like, you know, it's probably not a good idea, Kenny, to be doing that as an EVP, even though I'll be like pointing at names and saying, yeah, I don't want you here. <laughs> it's not, it's, but I don't think Kenny should be doing it. And then so, someone in another group chat said, well, what's the context? And I said, what's the context? <laughs> what's the, what's like, what, like, does it even matter? And then, then he says, "Yeah, it does matter." And I'm like, "Then I'm like, then what was the content? Do we know the context of why Punk was mad?" And he says, "Well, Punk is a, he, Punk is evil. We don't need to worry about his context." I'm like, "What? You can't be talking about context if I um, I will say, yeah. and I'm not trusting any beef here. I don't know these people. I thought Lanza comparing it directly to Punk's thing was fucking insane because Punk yeah. was in front of the media. That was like a real reach. The funniest part of all that, I don't even listen to voice dressing a lot, but I know this much." Everyone immediately assuming Dax was the source when Joe Lanza kicks the shit out of Dax on that podcast every yeah. fucking week. It talks about how he's a phony asshole. And shit. I was like, I don't think he's the source, brother. You know, he probably, got, he probably got he probably got that one straight from Tony Khan. I think if people dig from like if people dig like six inches under the surface, I think they'll probably figure out who it was. It's not that hard. It was Bob. I guess the funny thing Bob. is. Do you- it was funny because one time I was on, because I'm on their Discord, and then like somebody questioned Lanza on his uh, New Japan scoops, and he was just like, Guys, my source is Kento. He straight up just said it was source. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, Kent is one of the voices of wrestling? Yeah, you know, he just said, he's, he's like, because they're like, Bro, you don't have real New Japan scoops. And he's like, Yeah, it's, it's Kento. Bro, I'm real. If I go into our Discord at some point and say some shit as in plain information, someone responds to me with, you don't have real sources, I'll, but I'll close that server immediately. <laughs> if you get that disrespected by your own community, bro, get the fuck out of there. Close it. Huh. There's no way you can go in your own community and be like, here's some information. People just go, go fuck yourself. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Absolutely not. Can you imagine? Shoot, remember yes. you go in the Discord being like, Hey guys, a little information for you here. You know, this and the next thing could go. What the fuck do you know, Matt? <laughs> That's what you do to Buckle Pang, man, literally every single day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is especially funny because you guys know exactly who he's talking to. <laughs> I would quit the whole platform. Yeah. The funny the funniest thing on being on the Voice of Wrestling Discord was when Hey Man posted that tweet like about voices of wrestling. He posted their scoop and like he took out the FIFO thing and Lanza was going on a huge rant on Discord about it. It's like he's like, "Fuck, man, hey, man, he's now he got me in trouble with Tony. Tony's calling me and all that, and saying I never said that and that." And he was just like, he made it like, "Hey, man, public enemy number one for like a day or two. He uh, he's very scared. He's he's very feared. I should say on social media, the backup hangman. You know what I mean? Yeah, very feared. Very very feared. Not about problematic, but he's very fucking feared. He's uh, Fightful's. He's Fightful's boogeyman. Yeah, he's very scary. Very, very scary. He, people are afraid of him. Yeah, because he's like a because he, he's a big star. <laughs> what did you say? I don't fear him. I'll fight him. I don't sure me on a personal. I mean, like mm. he can sway the narrative very easily on your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he if he tweets like this guy fucking sucks. So twelve thousand people just said you fucking sucked. He doesn't do that a lot, you know what I mean? But if he does, he did it to Adam Cole. Never forgive well, him for that. Hundred in red, brother. 
Oracle and Becca Hangar would actually get on very well, I feel. Very similar tastes. Yeah, they would just bring up 80s and 90s New Japan yeah. and just fucking pop and shit. There was one time I was doing a pop with him, Oracle, and we were talking about angles. And this will, you'll know why this popped me immediately. And he was like, yeah, he's like, like in 1989 when they did the Terry Funk Ric Flair and I was like, finally, a real one in the space. Yeah, there you go. That's Good fandom shit. right there. Yeah, real hooper. Good mm-hmm. Bob and Shoe. Look at Shoe. Shoe's not moved. Why'd you change your, why'd you change your AEW yeah, gear? Yes. I was tired. Yeah, I was tired of that bit. <laughs> you change your mind back? <laughs> What's that? Did you change your mind on it being back? Well, no, but shoot, are you worried about the atmosphere around AEW? In what regard? It since the elite <laughs> left, you know, just it just being hollow and empty. There's no there's no emotion in the promotion. That rhymed. Yeah, no, um, I didn't mean to rhyme either. Lots no, of promotion. I don't, I don't think that's true. Whose take is that, Bob's? I don't want to air him out. He's on Twitter. Okay. The, uh, I don't agree with that. How mad do you think Tony Khan gets when he logs on and sees someone say, the elite can't leave, it's their promotion? How fucking mad do you think he gets every time he reads it? I would fire him if I read that if I was him. Just immediately calls them up. Yeah. And then quote tweet, it, quote tweet it, not their promotion anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about that is like, but the elite is in the name. Like, you can't get rid of the elite. I'm like, bro. No, it's, it's yeah, not they can get rid- It's just elite. <laughs> the shit rules. Like, to be clear, I've said this. I don't mean the Bucks. The Bucks leaving has always felt real. I think there's a chance Kenny does have a shit because it seems like there's a lot of Kenny talk. The Bucks thing, I. I just They're can't fathom them going to the Fed, man. That seems insane. It feels like back goes... in a couple weeks. Why don't you like... just run for the first down, you dumbass? It feels like Jimmy and Jay would just fucking beat him up, doesn't it? That's a scoop. Oracle gave me that scoop. DM Bro, could, could you imagine the young bucks walking to the Fed locker room and you Jeez, just kick the shit? <laughs> prove a point. He's hurt. His <laughs> ribs hurt. He's selling. What if the Elite return on the November 4th episode of Rampage? That, I, look, genuinely, I've I've had enough of the praise for those gentlemen as wrestlers. Fucking idiot. I've had a lot of fun with my CM Punk bit, but I actually think it'd be very cool. Especially if they wrestled. You know, Cody can get away with all the shit that he did on, on BTE for years because he was like a WWE guy. But I feel like if the Bucks walked in and with all the yeah. skits and shit they did, they'll be like, bro. I think you guys would just jump them. <laughs> yeah. I believe. They'd have cameras and they'd just like send them to Dave. Take that, you piece of shit. They snatch the camera and they're like, give us those eight tag team of the year awards, you piece of shit. Man, at Dave if, they, if they thought what Punk and Ace still did to them, just imagine what the Usos would do to them. Oh my God, yeah. what a throw. I love that the wrestling community has just collectively agreed the Usos can fight based on the fact they're Samoan. <laughs> a, a tale as old as time. <laughs> like, people talk about the Usos as flies, and we just go, yep, true. Well, I really want to see the Bucks versus Sheamus and... Uh... And Roger, and Roger Strong, just to see how just to see how that match will play out. Spiteful, very spiteful. It just pops me. We do. Remember when Jim Cornette oh. said that Nia Jax would beat up Ronda Rousey in a fight because she's Samoan? <laughs> remember that? What's that? Silence. 
Jim Cornette was like, there's no way Ronda Rousey would beat Nia Jackson in a fight. She's Samoan. Oh, I kind of think that guy's stupid, to be honest with you. Jim Cornette? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Pretty good manager in 1986. <laughs> yeah. That means a lot, you know. Well, he might that book that he made. He might be smart about wrestling wise. I don't know. He's pretty. He's there is truth in a lot of his like sweeping wrestling takes. His talent appraisal is terrible. That's true. That's true, Sugar. I think. I think. I think he was right about Sami Zayn. You know, without the mask. To an extent, he gives himself a lot of credit for that. I don't. I don't know if his take was Sami Zayn would actually be good, but I think he was more just take the mask off, you piece of shit. I think it was really what he was going. The best one he credits himself for is he goes, I told Steen, lose some weight, get some real <laughs> ring gear. Steen lost like 20 pounds. Put his name on his shorts and Cornette's like, crack the code. You know the craziest thing here was just him wearing like a that Kurt Angle gear, whatever he was wearing. Yeah, the, yeah. And then wearing a t-shirt over that. And I'm just like, bro, just... Yeah, the singlet with the t-shirt was a madness. That was crazy. <laughs> CM Punk felt a certain way about that business. Of course he did. a piece of shit. Listen, bro, they were trying to do a sports-style presentation, right? Yeah. And, and it was funny because, like, AW would be like he's built around the elite and then like if as soon as Cornette comes in he's like I need a we need a fire <laughs> Kenny Omega oh, in the bus. He's like his talent appraisal would fuck that promotion up so bad because he, oh, yeah, he genuinely would he would have Lethal as like one of the top eight guys in the promotion. Um he's just very he's very hard to predict with that stuff. Like he's not very good at that. He's never been very good at that. I mean look he thought Matt Morgan was gonna be like the next big thing in the business, you know? Still time. <laughs> There's other ones too. He's just, just that's just one of the, he, that's where Heyman absolutely fucks him up, right? Like, Heyman's so much better at that than he is. I think some of his creative stuff, though, I think is kind of, there's, there's truth in it. It's just the way he obviously presents it. You know, I don't think he needs to say that people should die for bad wrestling angles personally, but I'm old-fashioned in that way. I want to publicly thank Mike Williams for carrying my fantasy team this week. Um, God bless you for these 21 points. Do you see that Herbert so drive? Can... What a tough son of a bitch. My God. He's getting the shit kicked out of him still, and he's got, like, broken ribs, and he's just going for it, man. Right. He is. Do you think he'll be out next week? Four, four, ten minutes past four. He's got days. Maybe. Maybe. He, he's probably going to be questionable. I'm tapping out. Worse. Yeah. Can you send me all the timestamps where I mentioned, please? <laughs> Fair request, right? It's like um, a Isn't it like a uh, podcast? No, they didn't get it. Can I ask check you guys how? Check your how, how is it right now in England? Is it like kind of crazy, sad? I don't fucking know. I don't talk to anyone. I saw um. Has a smog lit? Has the smog moved out of the way for the queen? I That's why Monty doesn't have his camera on. Someone put their flag up, and I was like, "Every, every, every other person in the streets crying uncontrollably." It's, uh, do, you, you know, do you have to like go punch guilty to? Speaking of nine eleven, oh, bro, this <laughs> is what, bro. I need to get out of here. <laughs> Some, Some of those timestamps, morning. 
somebody's I was listening to a pod, I was listening to a podcast and they said, Do you guys know England is going through their 9-11 right now with uh, with the Queen dying? I said, that is absolutely not true. Most people don't give a fuck, man. Most people don't care. It's, it's, it's actually a very, uh, it's very much like a political topic here, you know. A certain side of the, certain side of the argument is very big on the, you know, the the patriotism involved and being respectful. And you know who else is really big on that? Jack Crosby. Yes. Jackson <laughs> Crosby the third. He's a Republican. Oh yeah. I I do get the impression that Americans, the uh, the Anglophiles, are much more interested in. Oh look, there's people. They exist, right? Like there are people that are going to go up London next couple of days and fucking stand there in the rain while. But <laughs> it's mostly yeah. This is really the deal. I mean, I, I'm not trying to be rude here. I respect everyone's political alignments, but these fuckers are the real ones that are losing the plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Please have respect for the queen and all that shit. Jack's really exposed himself in the group chat in the last few days. I just don't get why he feels we have to see the videos of him throwing. Like, do it in your own privacy, man. It's weird. What are the Tories? Republicans, basically. Oh. This is. Yeah. yeah which is Car Crosby the Third. <laughs> when he said about renaming Penelope, I was like, bro, you got you. <laughs> so you got to chill, man. You ain't that deep, all right? Good Lord. What's a what's a what's a Republican? Um, an American wrestler. Hmm. Good answer. Is yeah. the first name Lacey? <laughs> Do you remember when you said that was her gimmick? Yeah. <laughs> you reviewing a pay-per-view. I was like, Oracle, what's Lacey's gimmick? I think she's well, a Republican. I said, said Sami Zayn's gimmick because that he's basically a liberal. Yeah, and then we realized that's why Lacey's a baby face. We realized that's why Lacey's a baby face and Sammy was a heel. Mm -hmm. AJ Styles. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, genuinely, when he showed up on that, uh, wherever that show was, it was Canada. There was like 20 tweets one time, holy shit, AJ's vaccinated. It's like, if you followed AJ's career... Like he's a dumb fuck, but he was absolutely not going to miss a wrestling TV date for <laughs> for his beliefs. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> they will just he'll just do it. Like he's AJ is mostly smart enough to like avoid that shit being part of his public persona, right? Oh like no, he's mostly no. no. He, he Yo, if, you, if you if you watch those early ROH days, uh, no, no, I'm saying if, if you're if you're a fan of AJ Styles, don't watch those ROH days because he's, he's like out, slid a couple times. The worst example was when he did that fucking political spin cycle with Foley and them, and he was like, he was exactly what you'd expect him to be. But I'm saying now, in the last like six, seven years, he may he mostly doesn't touch it, right? He just has no comments to everything. The flat earth thing came up because Danielson wanted to kick the shit out of him on the air. Yeah. So, yeah, this used to, Tamatong used to get real mad about this. He used to discuss Hillary, and it got really uncomfortable a few times. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That was like when um oh, sorry. There's a Carl Anderson story that ties into it. One of his roommates walked in and said, Chad, 
they've, they've taken down the World Trade Center. And Machine Gun said, I don't care about what's happening overseas, man. <laughs> the funniest story Anderson story was when the most ridiculous one was when he was saying that his neighbors know that he got fired, so every time he's going outside, they're just watching him. Like, oh, yeah. That shit fucked him up, man. Like, I was trying to tell people when he used to log on drunk and be like, fuck Michael Hayes, like it fucked him up. I mean, I understand it, it's, that shit could be dramatic, but. Gallows is the complete opposite. We go, it's like, sweet, let's get booked, you know? Let's go to Puerto Rico, whatever the fuck. Cole's very different. I'm happy he's going to be going back there soon and making big money again. Hopefully the Fed doesn't take him, you know? Well, I think they're uh, they're going to get paid pretty well here by one of the two big two. I think they can pick. I think Tony Khan's going to pay him. I mean, I do too. I think Tony legitimately wants them just for like what they can bring backstage. I'm not even doing a bit. I think he feels like their addition. Tony loves just being around them guys. So also the tag division is not even that deep right now. So fuck it, right? Give them a yeah, roll. they're fine. They're like a genuine, like a solid mid card team. Like it'll, they'll yeah. be fine. People, people know them. It's fine. You can do you like one Cole singles match every six months. It'll be fine. Yeah, they, can tag, they can tag with Adam Cole. You know, they can. Well, hold on. We can put them with a good wrestler instead. Yeah. The, the bye bye man. His Franco in the chat. I don't know. I don't think so. Shoot, shoot does the the thing you do with MJF, you do way more with Adam Cole. Which one? Dude, there's no way that me doing a shot Adam Cole elicited this from you. <laughs> <laughs> you just you like to sell to create a sort of contrast in the program. I respect this. Good work. Yeah. You know. I like Adam Cole. It's fine. I'm so mad about MJF. He came back and I said, hopefully he's improved and came back and cut the same promo. And I said, well, you you hate promo segments to begin with. So you must be fucking hate that line. I thought for 20 minutes. No, How no, old were you during that promo segment, bro? I was washing dishes. So I, I was just like getting drowned out by my headphones. With it. <laughs> You hate it, man. I, I, I said it to you before, shoot, and I popped huge. One week of dynamite, you two. He was like, oh, why do we have to hear from Jungle Boy? Because <laughs> they have that graphic we hear from Jungle Boy. Yeah. Right. And then it was like 45 seconds. I love when they do that. And they announce the it's just like a pre tape. Yeah. Listen here, Christian Cage. I'm going to kick your ass. Well, we heard from him. When they're good, they're good. You know, like last two weeks ago when Moxie cut that promo, I was just. Oh, yeah. That was art. I was ready to go to war. Man, did and, you see uh, the, the video package they did of it of her row two? No, I didn't watch row two. Oh, brother. That's good, yeah. You're going to uh, put a fucking no. hole in your wall. Well, it's calmed down. I got to fix this other one first before I <laughs> put another one. I think that's the best promo in promotional history. I teared Once up they, at that uh, video. I ain't even ashamed to admit it. I've watched it like 15 times. <laughs> Right. Once they like steady the ship and decide which way they're going, they should do one of those big like promotional videos to mark like an era, and they should like change the lighting, and then they should hire a new color commentator, a guy I'm a big fan of. Um, he's got some experience in the booth. His name is CM Punk. He's doing that fighting thing here yeah. soon. It's a good commentator. Have you heard he's of him? 
kick the shit out of Hangman on commentary on an MMA show. Could you imagine no. that she did that? They did a video page of all the great wrestling promotion. Just like here is our new color commentator, Phil Brooks. <laughs> you think when Tony does that, like uh, you know how New Japan before every title match they show every past champ? Yeah. You think they're going to do that, and they're going to include CM Punk in those that pictures? Would fucking rule! They should do. Yeah, that. They, they should need, do that. They need like pageantry pieces. You know what I mean? Like things that like their their things, their presentation. Something that gives them like an identity in that regard. They don't have that yet, right? They're just blank yeah. slate. Like I think what they I think what they have beat over WWE right now is like the camera work. Like that WWE is not gonna do that camera shot of Danielson staring at the title was the elbow. But they need to do more of those shots, you know? Yeah. Like they're better than WWE because WWE's camera work is like one of the most offensive things in the history of television. They could still do a better job of that, I think. That rocks. Now I want him to say that. I wish I wish AW would have like Bobby Fish. Well, that'd be awesome too, you know. And um, they have like the like Tony Connor, uh, Tony Schiavone's in the ring, and they have like that that journal, like they have like in all Japan or New Japan matches, like in mm-hmm. the nineties. It has like their contracts that they signed for the match, and then like people with flowers and they hand them off. And, oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. and play their national anthems. Well, <laughs> to, to relax, yeah, yeah. I was I was with you until that point, but yeah, I, yeah. No, it, there's definitely things like there's it's small things, but a lot of small things can make a difference. You know what I mean? In terms of like really giving your promotion a flavor, I think they have that yet, but hopefully they kind of. The biggest disappointment for me was the Owen. Yeah, in front yeah. of the Owen, they had no like ideas beyond just it's just going to be a different graphic on the screen, which is I cool. Think it's but, a- like, you know, I think it's a shame that we don't have streamers, but at the same time, I get it. You don't want all 9,000 people throwing streamers in the ring. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that'd be tough on TV. <laughs> Especially they're going to want to do it for every match, and you're just like, okay, yeah. calm down, guys. I don't know if and um, 90 and seconds every, every match goes to the floor, so like they'll all fucking be falling in the streamers all the time. Yeah. And then even if, you do the, then if you do the flower presentation and all that, you can't do it for uh, every Every yeah. title match on the show, <laughs> and if you just do it for like the men's or heavyweight title match, then people are gonna be like, "Why don't they do it for the women's? Why don't they do it for the tag?" Right. Imagine them doing the flowers and stuff for like Josh Woods and Samoa Joe for the television <laughs> title. <laughs> like, um, quickly while Joe brings this up, my dad goes to me watching Dynamite. He goes, "What's happened to Bobby? Who? He's Bobby Fish." And I was like, "There's no like, there's no good way for me." So I was just like, "Yeah, he left." He's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, I was like, I, was like, I ain't explaining to him that he wants to have a fist fight with Sam Punk, bro. I ain't got, <laughs> I ain't got, the, I ain't got the, the effort in me to try and explain that. I don't even understand that shit. His quote explaining it was incredible. I had to listen to the clip to understand what the fuck he was talking about. What he was saying I don't think was, he knows what the fuck he's talking about, to so be fair. What he was saying was that Punk gave him a signal. You know when you see the boys, like one of them like squeeze the other one's hand to give him like a cue? Yeah. Bobby was not sure if he was saying, like, kick out. <laughs> so, like, in the middle of it, he just sort of decided to, like, a middle ground where he kicks out after the finish. <laughs> he was, like, he was trying to give me a cue. And then he he then was, like, yeah, but he's a piece of shit. I'd say it was bizarre. I don't know. Is that what they do when they do like that? When they're, like, slapping their shoulders? Is that what that is, too? That's, like, a cue for the lockup a lot of the time. 
But like when you see, if you sometimes see, like if you next time Moxley has like a choke, not Moxley, it's certainly sometimes when has a choke, you might see the guy in the choke, like grab the guy, squeeze him a little bit to tell them like loosen up before you trap me the fuck out. Cool. It's just like a, it's like a little wrestling thing. And he claimed that Punk did that. Well, I just, noticed Mo- I just noticed Moxley talking. <laughs> when he's he did Bro, he had a sleeper on Sammy and was like yelling shit in Sammy's ear. It was wild. It was not good. There was one Keith did last night too that was like, Keith grabbed the chop, grabbed the hand, and uh, he was like trying to tell Phoenix to chop him. And Phoenix just didn't chop him. He just kept saying it. Like you can see he was trying to sing. He was like, fuck, just slap him or something, bro. I don't know. <laughs> on TV. <laughs> um... I'm not sure about his 20 Like, I'm sure Bobby Fish was like a badass in his time, but he looks like he's kind of, I don't know, how old's Bobby now? I mean, Punk's physically fucked himself, but Punk, like, Bobby's older, isn't he? I mean, Bobby could beat him right now. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know, he hasn't got the moustache. Is that photo of him real? The one that he's yeah. all... He what stopped dying his hair and he shaved his moustache, man. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. A fall from Greece. I don't know, man. Just... I uh, tape machines nailed it. He's, that is exactly my perspective. People hate Bobby Fish, and I was like, I like Bobby Fish. You wrestler. Because <laughs> to me, I don't like genuinely. I'm not even gonna be here. Gen- that picture art. You guys know this is my actual take because we talked about it a lot. His ceiling is like three and a half stars, but like, I think those guys should be on the roster. Yeah, but like, he would just give you solid TV matches. He wasn't gonna just try and have like a fucking spreadsheet match you know what i mean like i think you, i think guys him are solid and it wasn't like he had st- like i remember the match he had with um with darby on rampage his last match was fucking awesome do you remember that match oh it was yeah. great that's fucking yeah. old. i didn't like, understand I just, why like, they brought him in and then i liked his run yeah but i also won't miss him at all which is kind of the perfect well, he wasn't on the tv show yeah but i mean even if he was i wouldn't he's not someone that i would ever be like where the fuck Bobby Fish go? Like I get you, but what I'm saying is like it was less jarring because he literally was like he's he was on for the last four months, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was weird that he said the Bucks wouldn't do a job for them. That was strange. Yeah. He loves the Bucks. I don't know where that came from. Well, well it's it's true. I don't know, but it's just weird. We've learned we're a lot about the Bucks lately. <laughs> it was interesting though, because he's they're like friends. I don't know why yeah. even if it is true, bro, I don't say it right now. Fuck. I mean, they, they shouldn't do a job for them, honestly. Yeah. They're NXT guys. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, my God. No one beat Dave Richards in a shoot fight. There's a reason he doesn't Let's sell. Let's see what Skip Bayless had to say about the game tonight. I don't think Bobby's going to come back to you, Crokey. I think he's uh, I think he's pretty good on working there. <laughs> You know, I saw somebody say, how would the promotion be if they had Davey Richards and CM Punk at the same time? And sounds like, a, sounds like a fun time. But at the same time, I would want to be dealing with both of them. Davey's in a pretty good spot. I think he's kind of grown yeah. up, which I'm not a comment on the other guy. <laughs> 50 minutes ago, the artist Skip Bayless with a great tweet. What's incredible to me is if you gave me a choice right here, right now, for the rest of the season, I'd take the 45-year-old down in Tampa Bay over my homes and or, or Herbert, who makes so many carelessly dangerous throws. Never change, Skip Bayless. The reason he's great is rather than tweeting Brady, he tweets the 45-year-old down yeah. in Tampa Bay. 
<laughs> so wonderfully poetic. Uh, what a guy. What an artist. That one of the jersey coming off was fucking amazing, man. Took the jersey off for it. Put the other one on. Oh, fucking one artist. The greatest Oracle. thing to see. Did you see uh, Michael Parsons going to be on Undisputed every week and he just blew him off the first week? They made this whole big thing about like, you know, they sent him all this equipment and stuff and he just didn't show up this week. They didn't know where he was. Wait, what? Seriously? Yeah. I did not know this. This is incredible. Yeah. That is did outstanding. This, did you see this ESPN stats and info tweet about Justin Herbert's pick six? No, let's just say. It's the first one this century to occur, to occur in the red zone in the fourth quarter of a tie game. <laughs> oh, shit. What? In over 20 years? That's kind of yeah. crazy. That's nuts. You know, as uh, sometimes when I, when I want to feel sad about myself or something, I just watch the old first take episode with Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless. And <laughs> I oh, just try to remember the glory days. Yeah, and Skip's doing this the whole time. I'll be honest, man. I kind of think Skip and Shannon is is I kind of think they're better. I'm gonna lie. Yeah, I because I, like I up a lot. I actually like Shannon, so there's like a charm to him. Like, even though a lot of the stuff he says is dumb, like I actually like him. Stephen A. I find I don't actually like Stephen A. You know, he's kind of so he's a bit. I think I like the dynamic more. I like one of them, and Skip is an artist. With the, um, the, the the best thing between them was when they were feuding for those couple weeks because of Draymond Green, who is <laughs> some of the best <clears throat> podcasting you hear. I still think Skip's peak though is the Kawhi Leonard. Spending a whole year calling him number two, and then when he heard he was going to go to the Clippers, deciding he loves Kawhi Leonard, and then when he, when he opened the TV with fucking the Clippers jersey on and the shoes... That's one of the great angles in wrestling history, television history. <laughs> he runs angles on a show. Yeah, fuck yeah, he does. He tells stories. He gets some heat on guys. He lets them have a comeback. Yeah. And he wrestling. says he that, wrestling. Yeah. That Kawhi, that Kawhi injury was like <clears throat> so depressing as a Spurs fan. Like, I remember being at a at a movie theater and just watching it at the bar while eating. Like, my movie's going on, and I'm just watching the final play. And then him going up for that shot, and then him coming down on that leg. I said, "Fuck." Oh, we're done. Yeah. They, had over. they had a real yeah. fucking shot. That they would have been um, You know, my, that time machine game I was telling you about, Oracle? This will mm. pop you, okay? So, to get, I've played 10 months of it, and I've given myself a target that if I play a year, I can add Skip Bayless to the promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily to do anything in particular, just to kind of be around and cut promos to pop me. Stephen, a, Stephen A's whole gimmick is to hate the Cowboys, which admittedly is, is, is pretty funny, but like, it's it's a little bit too one note nowadays. Yeah. I um, think he's kind of washed, Brian. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's it, it's like Skip. Definitely, his main gimmick is to just like be an obsessive, yeah, almost creepy lover of Tom Brady. And the, LeBron, like, the LeBron's his main gimmick. The LeBron stuff is, but yes, insane. oh yes, his, his his deep hatred for LeBron James. Bro, he dunked on LeBron's kid. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he's like like he's like Bronny had like a dunk, and he was like. Should have gone with your left. Yeah, LeBron would have dunked with his left. You know, he's like seventeen. The thing, the thing with Stephen A. is just like they put him on so many ESPN shows. I think yeah, he just they killed him. Yeah. yeah, they kill him, and that's why he had to get shoulder surgery because of all the carrying he has to do. 
he genuinely he got overexposed definitely yeah the the craziest thing is when they put him on ufc and then he almost got into the argument with joe joe rogan oh that fucking ruled man he's had enough (laughs) that fucking ruled i forgot Wait, i didn't know about this so donald cerrone fought conor mcgregor and like conor beat him in like a minute and steven a was like this was a joke (laughs) I just kicked the shit out of the main event, and Rogan was like, you know, stuff happens, cage fight, and whatever the fuck he said. I mean, honestly, though, <laughs> in fairness to me, that's what he was there to do, to be like the, the everyman. That's what he's supposed to be on that show, right? And he was, let's be honest, people that bought that paper, you probably were saying that's a joke. Like, we're being, I mean, as an MMA fan, it's like, you know, but he was basically saying like Cowboy didn't want it, which is why it gets, you know, <laughs> oh, you know, it's fire. You know, you know, it's funny because then everybody on Twitter is saying the same thing. Like, he didn't want it bad enough. Like, just doing yeah. like a meme. And you just, just have to do it in front of Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. I, um, when it comes to mainstream coverage of fights, we will never top this. I just busted right inside him and he can't extend on me anymore. And he seems a little overwhelmed by my girth and tonnage. That is <laughs> the fact that he actually said that in real life. He's like, we don't deserve him. You know what I mean? That's like. Yeah. Do you that think was he knows his what he was coverage of a world heavyweight title fight, bro. He had to know what he was doing, right? I just, I think he's just, just, you think he practices his faces in the mirror before, like he goes on. I think it's just, I think it's just his game now. It's just locked in, you know. You think he practices his? <laughs> that stuff's incredible. <laughs> the pen, the way he waves the pen. He's very Trump-like. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> we won't talk about Stephen anymore. We're talking about Skip. <sighs> Good stuff. This has been fun, hasn't it, boys? My, my favorite part is when, is when he disagrees with somebody and he goes, just like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and then like when, when he responds, he says something like ridiculous and they start saying, I let you speak. Let me finish. <laughs> the best part is Shannon gets mad when he sees it. He goes, Skip, listen, Skip. <laughs> he fucking, they were debating the other day, Giannis and KD, and like Skip just inexplicably brought up LeBron. <laughs> Shannon was like, you're losing. The, the thing with these talk shows, I feel like they talk about the same thing every <laughs> time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, during football season, I watch I watch undisputed a lot during football season, and it's literally like they'll cover like Monday's the big day you want to watch because like they'll cover the game or whatever, and then like Tuesday through th- Thursday it's just like let's talk about Tom Brady, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes and how much Skip hates him, and wants to remind everybody that he's not Tom Brady. <laughs> the best thing is the- like they'll they'll like vow arguments. They'll do like who's got the better starting five. Like Skip or Shannon, and like you know that Shannon's going to pick LeBron and Skip's not. So then the debate ultimately becomes Jordan and LeBron again. He's like, (laughs) LeBron wouldn't score on Jordan, and Shannon starts going crazy and talk about Magic scoring on him in fucking eighty nine or whatever the fuck. I think I think that's where First Take has a beat because they just have all these random guys come on. They just like like when they had Mad Dog when they had Mad Dog on for a bit and JJ Reddick. That Mad was... Dog was fucking swinging for the fences on that show, bro. <laughs> he was kind of take back what's his. <laughs> yeah. JJ's like gimmick of like the serious sports analyst lasted like three weeks, going over huge, and he just kind of stopped doing it. I like his podcast, like but he's good, yeah. JJ's good. Yeah, he is good. He 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 eviscerated somebody one time on ESPN. I can't remember who it was. Mad Dog was the one. <laughs> Mad Dog. Yeah, we were talking about uh... Draymond. 
No, Were you dreaming? No, no. It was like a sharp and dribble thing was what you were saying? Wasn't it that? No, no, no. I think it was when they're talking about the Knicks. Uh, I forgot it, the player. He said that he's a plumber. Oh, uh, no. That was a different thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was the debate about... Um, fuck, shoot. What's his name? The old... Fuck. The old Bob player. Bob Cousy? Bob Cousy, yeah. yeah. He was like... Yeah. That was, an, that was an argument they had where he said that like he couldn't play today or whatever. But there was one where Draymond was talking about new media or something. Oh, that was on that was on uh yeah, that was at uh that was on a first take. That was on his podcast. Yeah, he talked about my god, shoots getting the shit kicked out. Yeah, Bob Coozy, thank you, chat. That was funny. I am um, I'm biased towards Kellerman because I love boxing and he's like a genuinely fun voice in that space. Anything else I would actively avoid, but he seems like good people. I don't think he's like a dick or anything. So that was funny though when Stephen A admitted that he did get him off his show. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been trying to do it for four years. He said he was. I remember when Stephen. See, the problem is Stephen A doesn't know football that well. Of course, so he like know when, he, that when, well. he, when he comes <laughs> when he comes on and like because like for all the things you want to say about Skip Bayless, I actually think he knows football pretty well. Mm-hmm. He's just like yeah, he just he's he's got a gimmick now. Oh, he I makes think, his wife. Um, he makes his wife. He makes his wife sit there and watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I think one Skip- time was talking about he was talking about Hunter Henry like when he was playing for the Chargers. Hunter Henry been hurt all year, and he was like, "They got oh. Hunter Henry." Well, I <laughs> think Skip like, he hasn't played all year. It's hurt. He actually watches the games. He's the takes he concludes from is insane. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Stephen A watches. Shit, if you ain't covering it live, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah, he the he knows basketball pretty well. He's okay. He's just the way he his relationship with the players is brutal, man. Like that clip recently of him talking about Ben Simmons. Did you see that? <laughs> ben Simmons came up and he was like, he's cooked this dude for fucking two years, and he was like, I just want to say I saw my brother Ben at the game. You know, we we dabbed up, <laughs> we talked it out. I'm rooting for my brother. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I think it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago on the, on the Skip Bayless podcast where he was just telling the story about the time where they brought up this two points he averaged in high school. And he yeah. said that, you know, it was, it's everybody was chanting my names for me to play in the games, but they didn't because the starting point guard son was <laughs> their coach's son. I didn't hear this. I got to listen to that. His <laughs> intro for his podcast is I said it to the guys before when he like walks to his desk. It's fucking amazing. And another one too is like he I forgot what baseball player he wanted to meet, but they had like he had a restaurant at uh I think Pittsburgh. And then he his brother ended up getting the autograph from him and he, oh. he snitched on his brother and said, He doesn't even like you. He, he should have told the guy he doesn't even watch baseball. I'm the fan. He, and he like ratted out his brother and everything. And his brother still ends up getting the, the autograph Dude, his, and everything. His whole spiel, like his horribly depressing 15 minute spiel about my brother and I are nothing alike. We don't, we don't, <laughs> we don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that podcast segment? <laughs> He's like, he, he has a three star restaurant. And uh, I do, I do talk show where he, like, he does like, he buries his brother. Like, I think he even buried him for having a three star restaurant. <laughs> He's like, he has a three star restaurant. Oh, Hooper. <laughs> I can't wait to get him on my TV show and have him cut promos on any Kingston. God, it's going to fucking rule. So Mary doesn't have the killer instinct. <laughs> That fucking article he wrote about world classes. Oh, yeah. Did you see the Federer thing today? No. 
No. Someone found a quote from Federer when he was like 18 and they asked him, what's your favorite sport outside of tennis? And I like watching the WWF. <laughs> <laughs> well, that caught me way off guard, man. Fucking Roger will... Federer. Another skip builder. 40-something? I don't know if he's crossed for. Maybe he has. I don't know. He's close to it, yeah. They usually, they what usually a great right, about right, right near 40, don't they? What an elite sportsman. Most, most tennis. Incredible. He's 41. There yeah. you go, 41. Two of the greats in one month, huh? Good call there, Oracle. Mm. Three of you include CM Punk. No, yeah. yeah. Well, like uh, one of the one of the funniest things Skip does too is like he makes his he he plans his whole day and makes his wife watch every game besides like fucking rules. around Spurs games and Cowboys that games. Clip where he talks about his first date with his <laughs> wife. He told her that she would I'm never love you more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is one of the most insane things. And the comments were like, respect. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, and he said, I can't have kids because I can't love something more than sports or something like that. I said, bro, like. Yeah. Y'all can what? see him saying that on his podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> you got to watch because he's because it's just him. And there's no, like, time cues or, ad, like, he's just, like, him doing the breathing and the fucking like he has these notes in front of it. It's just incredible. So, so it's really and he's always like, he's always like shuffling his paper and doing the yeah that one yeah. that Monty clip where he talks about <laughs> he talks about scribbling things because like his memory will remember writing it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And he get then he gets a fan question. He's like, oh, this is another good question right here. And then he just reads out the question. <laughs> It's, it's actually embarrassing. It's embarrassing how much this show is spent on about Sky. Yeah, I think you he's the best. Though. I'm gonna be telling my kids about him <laughs> when I have them, just like because they're gonna be having their sports guys. And I'm gonna be like, look, I had my Mike and Mike in the morning. I had and Skip Good Bayless. Lord, that Could you imagine movie. going back in time and like talking to somebody? The Great Depression, they're like, yeah, we have, we have you know, Grantland Rice. And I'm like, I had Skip Bayless. I hated Skip Bayless when we, were on, we started this shit, and yeah. he, Joe's Joe's won me over. Well, he's we're gonna we're Peter gonna Peter. revisit a late night grin classic if of, I can get it to work. The peak of my like sports fandom, man. I I couldn't. I loved watching Grantland all the time. I don't know if anybody else did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Bill Simmons gimmick. Yeah, and yeah, it was. Uh, ben Simmons, oh, Bill, Bill Simmons, and uh, J- Jalen Rose. That shit was awesome. Oh yeah, Bill Simmons. The book of basketball is great. Honestly, disgraced former sports writer Bill Simmons. Is he disgraced? What did he do? No, I was just popping myself. <laughs> he's. I mean, he's a dumb fuck, but he, you know. Yeah. In like some, to some extent, you know, obviously. He used to be on the uh, pregame and mid stuff for. The NBA Finals and, the, and the ABC and stuff, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's a tremendous historian, though, in fairness. You know? Yeah. He's, pretty, I, he's knowledge base pretty deep. I just can't listen to his podcast anymore. I don't know what happened where I just, like, something paid, about him. Just can't, he got paid. Maybe, We're all going to do it, too, when we sell this thing off. Oh, no, yeah. I think it was before that. when he. I think it was when he added Rossello to his shows. I don't know what about it. It just made me just like. Don't bring up Rossello around here. It got weird, right? <laughs> Remember Toby Suicide just like leapt to his defense? It's bizarre. <laughs> Rosillo's cool, you piece of shit. It's all right, man. Take it easy. I quite like Rosillo. He's cool. 
I have a problem with him. He looks like Triple H, which pops me. He also looks a little bit like um, Ray Donovan. You know? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like a merger. Hey, guys, I have this clip. Hang on, let me play because this is the one that Monty was uh, sent me. Look at this. this oh, is we're both clip. adding clips at the same time. That rules. This is him explaining it. This is a clip of him explaining his process. It won't make any sense, but still pop. Oh, here's the third page of Larry Bird. I don't know. I, I probably can't even read it right now, but it helped me to scribble it because my hieroglyphics were emblazoned in my brain. I want to get to the level of Skip Bayless one day where I just like spit nonsense and it just like everybody's like, man, it fucking makes sense what he's saying. Like, <laughs> it's fucking insane. Look how he's holding this sheet up like he's looking down. He's fucking, yeah. All right, let's revisit this late night grin classic moment. Hopefully it's the right clip. It'd be really funny if it's not. Skip Bayless talking about Tyson Fury. I promise. Here we go. I just busted right inside him, and he can't extend on me anymore, and he seems a little overwhelmed by my girth and tonnage. What the fuck? It is like layers to that. Just go again for those of you at home. I just busted right inside him, and he can't extend on me anymore, and he seems a little overwhelmed by my girth and tonnage. That's intentional. He's that has to be intentional. And tonnage. Yeah, that's intentional. That's incredible, man. You can't tell me that's not intentional. The way that his like, voice goes up when I just busted and then he, yeah. this, he does this steal of his arm and he goes, he can't extend on it. What the fuck is he talking about? Oh, it's incredible that he's talking about a pro boxing bout right there. I just busted right inside him and he can't... I just busted right inside him and he... That's not funny. I just busted right inside him and he can't... <laughs> I just busted right inside him. And he... I just busted right inside him. And... That's not me. I promise that wasn't me. <laughs> All right, this guy, this guy. This guy. I just <laughs> busted right inside him. And he... I just busted right inside him. And he... I just busted right inside him. And he... I just busted right inside him. And he... Wrestling has more than one. Royal family. None of that was me. <laughs> I forgot about the Cody. <laughs> <laughs> that got a huge laugh for me at the end. Wow. Oh, that is classic. I think that was when... Um... Was that the... Jay Show's first week. It might. All I remember is it was like two thirty in the morning, yeah, and I had to I work the next day. And yeah, I think it was. We were I remember us like being very triumphant. You know. Yes. We were like, oh, the grim might be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember that being a real, the first week Jay Show was, and it was like, oh my god, this might be like a thing we can do. It's fun. It's so insane that he does the whole hand thing. I bust it right inside him. Just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> this one is the best. Oracle and I always put this this deal. Yeah. The teeter, like he's. <laughs> what the fuck is That's one of my I... favorite fucking clips we've ever like because number one, I'm 
clearly like deliriously tired there. Yeah. And then, like, as I play the clip over and over again, my you can see me laughing harder after each one. <laughs> and, uh, we used to be good at this shit, man. I don't know, man. I think we kind of rocked the place tonight. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I fucking heard the people. When we did that false finish. Yeah, it's true. People are rocking tonight, brother. <laughs> I was having internet problems there for a good 15 minutes just to hearing we half the <laughs> It's a lot better than listening to Elvis. Am I gonna lie? Well, that's not carried away, bro. There's a scene in the movie. I know you've seen it, man. I know you, Bob. Yes. When they, when they recreate him doing "If I Can Dream," please what? From, I just, from the, from I just posted it on Twitter. <laughs> that's like an all-time great performance. But that particular, the way they do it in the film, I was like fired up and cinema. I was fucking awesome. It rules, well, I man. really liked that film. I really did. I had a good time with it. Yeah, I didn't think I enjoyed it as much as I did. Like, I watched it because I'm like, oh, a lot of people are talking about it. And yeah. uh, I genuinely liked it quite a bit. And it's I watched it again uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It is. I, you, I need to watch Very sort of bored. Nope's good, yeah. I really like Nope. And the I weird thing like is, like, since this whole COVID thing happened, I haven't been, really been to the cinema, you know? If <laughs> I think the last time I watched the movies was to watch uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Pop. So, I was. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to go back. I was at the bodies, 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 bodies gimme this week. I was at. Uh, I saw ET a couple weeks ago for my birthday. Helped me very much. Great time watching that in cinema on the 40 year anniversary. Very fun. Um, what else have I seen recently? See how they run. That's a nice little who done it deal. For those of you who are into that kind of thing. Uh, there's actually some nice pictures out there, you know. I'm caught in a trap. I Your can't walk thing. out. Ooh, because I love you too <laughs> much, baby. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah. Great song. Tremendous. I saw I saw like um my problem with movies is like sometimes I watch like an old movie and I'm like, oh man, this movie should, like should win an award. And then I remember like, oh wait, this movie came out like ten years ago. I can't. It should be for an award. Like I watched Godfather <laughs> earlier this year and I said, man, fuck, man. <laughs> it did okay. Don't worry, but it'll be okay. You know what's really Godfather Two is really interesting. Like, critics didn't love Godfather Two immediately. People didn't yeah. like the flashbacks to De Niro's like. If you read the initial reviews, people were kind of torn on it. And then, like, every critic that knocked it, like, re-reviewed it and was like, it's actually incredible. So I don't, know if, I don't know if I really preferred the the flashbacks. I thought the flashbacks were awesome. Yeah, I, I wasn't really a fan. I wasn't really a fan of, like, what was happening on the present time. Like, I guess I just didn't care about his marriage. Well, no, it's, I think it's not, like, the, the thing with that is, is part of why it's so good is because it's, like, it's just really miserable, right? In the modern time, like it's because yeah. because to me, like the first film is about the family. Mm-hmm. The second film to me is about Michael because mm-hmm. he, he's he's lost. Like he's completely lost himself to that world. Like one, he's like a really dark character in the second film. So it's the reason the flashbacks in this series because it creates a contrast, which is important, but it also gives you some stuff to like kind of have some life to it. Because in the in the current times, you said like you know. It's just kind of Michael in like this fucking in a hole trying to get out of it. It's funny because uh, he's played two roles like that. He played Scar Tony Montana. Tony Montana was the yeah. same way. Yeah. Which, fuck man, Scarface fucking rules. Yeah. If you haven't seen Scarface, you got to watch it. It's a yeah, it every Hispanic's dream. 
Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, any kid, you think you think the only way you can succeed is being Scarface? <laughs> so wait, every every Hispanic's dream is to like do cocaine with like Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, look, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta remember, Oracle. Like, you know, there's not that many I Hispanic. Dream. There's like there's not that many Hispanics like people to look up to is just George Lopez, <laughs> Ray Mysterio, and then Tony Montana and Tony. Mo- and... Wow. <laughs> George Lopez popping. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. My God. The, uh, like when I used to remember watch the George Lopez show, show, Manny. Oh yeah. I just, I, if, I don't really like talking about it cause it wasn't that, it wasn't that good. But like I just when I would watch George Lopez like the TV show, I was like, man, is this what's gonna be for me? Just kids, like you just like just being a dad, like you know, there's like my niece loved that show, okay? So like I don't, I don't, I don't know that show, is this like, what it's gonna be for me, like kids like being so, a dad. So that was like that was like that was like one of my niece's favorite shows. Because you know it was on the um, making airplane parts. I think it was on Nick at Night too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, stop, stop, like <laughs> my. <laughs> sometimes she'd stay up too late and like she'd like sneak and like get up and turn her TV on. And like Dylan told me one time he walked in and she was like dancing on the bed to low ride. So low, <laughs> she was like surfing and like dancing on her bed to low riders. It's like two thirty in the morning. That that show hit me hard because like when he was making airplane parts and I'm like, dang man, like this is really my life because my dad used to ri- drive airplanes and I said, man, like this is, this is the thing, like just <laughs> just fuck. Yeah, as I said, oh fuck, this has been uh, this has been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a blast. That's why I had to look up to people like George. I had to look up to like LeBron James and like all that. Because it's just like just <laughs> looking up to LeBron James, Antonio Gates, like <laughs> Antonio Gates, <laughs> My, Michael Vick, and then you realize what he did, and you're just like, "Fuck, man!" Like Jesus, good lord, man. They still pull Michael Vick onto the uh, pull pull him out on the. Uh... Uh, undisputed. Oh, sure. oh, I don't know. He was on there for like a while. Yeah. They they bring him up, you know. We got Michael Vick with us. I'm sure it's fine. Or called Skip Bale's invitation pops me. <laughs> so I honestly, one of my biggest fucking regrets because I'll never find it because there's no way I want to watch all the shows. There is an episode of the Grim where he does the Alexa Sash debate as Skip Bayless, or I think it's Charlotte Sash, one of the two. And it is one of the fun. Like if we tweet a clip of that, that shit would go fucking. And I, I have no idea when it happened because we've done fifty six episodes this right. shit. <clears throat> but like, because you think about this, this, if you say the average episode is three hours, it's like make Dukes do oh, it. God. Dukes go through all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. <laughs> 400 of the same conversations about Skip Bayless. Like. Fucking game tape. Yeah. Gotta get one of those and clickers that... <laughs> Another guy I looked up to was Ocho Cinco. Yes. I used to call my, I used to call myself Mano Cinco. Thinking I can be him. Like, what the... 
<laughs> I had Bengals season tickets during the height of Ocho Cinco. He was fucking. He was so good, man. He just he needed his career. He needed to stay good for a couple more years, and he would have made the Hall of Fame. Faded mm-hmm. too fast. You say Hushmanzada, I say Hushmanzada. It's also God, that team. That team was good, man. Have you seen the Jet, the Ocho Cinco in uh, um, yeah, I can't remember the fuck, man. Uh, he was the safety for the Cowboys. I, for, I can't really just forgot his name. Uh, Hall of Famer, Terrell Owens. No, oh, no, not Terrell Owens. A safety for the, there was a Hall of Famer. No, yeah, in the nineties, like man, I can't believe really forgot his name. Uh, Aaron Woodson. Could be it. No, Darren Watson's on the Hall of Fame, though, or maybe he is. I can't think of a Hall of Fame safety for that. Deion. I mean, Deion Sanders. I mean, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's corner. corner. But uh, he probably played safety some. It was just funny because him and Deion were arguing the other day, just like if like if Deion could still guard him and everything, and he was like, you, there's no way you can touch me and all that. And he kept showing his hands. Deion kept showing his hands. like All his fingers are all crooked. He says, look, see these hands? They didn't get like this. We're playing soft. <laughs> so he just kept saying it. <laughs> Terrell Owens and, and Chad were on the Bengals for a year. That went tremendously. I would like to read a headline to the family. <clears throat> guess guess who guess who shares an alma mater with Terrell Owens? Bob O'Neill. Yeah, Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a headline from Body Slam. Colt Cobana, C-O-B-A-N-A, talks about scrapped AEW figure, family bank <laughs> accounts, and takes a shot at CM Punk. <laughs> Holy shit. That, that piece of shit asked for a figure after all the shit that he caused. The... He said... Okay, hang on. Do you know what my favorite part about Deion Sanders was? Hmm. The when fact he that he was afraid wrestling? to tackle. That was my favorite part about him. Course, of course. <laughs> so I should have known that was going to be a shot. Go ahead. He's supposed to get a figure. Punk had scrapped. He said, "My brother is the director of Family Guy. You can look up his name. He also shares a bank account with my mother." <laughs> Shots fired. Oracle, are you uh-huh. upset? You're never going to get the Colt Commander action figure now. Uh, no comment. I feel like if they came out with an ROH figure, I have to get it. Yeah, when they it's made the one. Ring of Honor Joe, we tear some, some bad they, life they, can be made. Where they make a Coca Banner one, they come out with the CM Punk ROH figure. I'm gonna put them together and you know pretend like it ne- nothing ever happened. They should do they a two pack. pack. Bro, they better not scrap that punk figure. I'm like, <laughs> Manny, that was one of the first things Manny said when shit went down. And I laughed it off and I thought about it more and I was like, fuck, you're right. They've announced the Ring of Honor figure for punk and they better not fucking scrap that shit. That'd be awesome. Well, I think we're fine because he's in the video game still. So. Is he? Yeah, he was on the beta. Yeah, but. What's wrong, what's wrong with these beta people, man? They keep picking it. They keep choosing Adam Cole. I'm like, come on, guys. There's, there's like. There's what about the short- Alphas? Hmm? The who? The what? alpha people. The alpha people. Oh, the beta people. I want to know about the alpha people. 
Look, what, what is this? This is not the time for stand-up, Oracle. <laughs> He's sitting down. Now you're going to do it too, huh? What's uh... next? A political joke? What the fuck are we doing here? All right, we're at first. We should probably leave. Um, we hope you enjoyed this, folks. It's weird how, like, it feels, because we've not been together, like, this feels really fresh, doesn't it? It's strange. Mm. Well... It's like a family dinner at Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good. That's actually a really good comparison. Yeah, I've had a great time. All right, folks, we hope you've enjoyed it. We've had seven yeah. people on here tonight. What a yeah. time it's been. I like the element, don't you? It's nice. Yeah. All the family coming in and out. The Shane Oracle Duke of Rest. didn't show up. I sent him a link. He just never I'm came in. I'm going to kick the shab in there. I'm telling you, he's got real heat. Serious yeah. heat. I released him from his contract earlier. Uh. Good. The Oracle of Wrestling, any final thoughts, plugs, promotions, so on and so forth? Not really. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be around tweeting about five times a week, uh, which is my usual rate at this point. Um, Respect. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'll be back here next Thursday night. I hope so. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know about other plans throughout the week. You know, it's kind of a makeshift thing. Um, Oracle, do you do you know who the fuck our witch guy was? He was he was he shouted out during the during Loki and Necro Butcher. Yeah, he shouted out fuck RH. Manny's on pursuit trying to find this guy. And there's no leads. Um, I know people who were at that show if I'm not mistaken. <gasps> Thank God. Thank God. In real lead. <laughs> so this was this was this was Loki Necro WrestleMania weekend. Yes. Okay. So the the, the IWA Mid South show. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Who's that show that I know of? Your brother Dylan. Mike no, Dylan's not that show. Um, Ryan Nemeth. Oh my God! Here, I got to do for that I know that I can probably that I can probably ask. Well, maybe if I play the clip, you know who it is. Okay. Well, hold on. You're sure. gonna get a sued. Well, for sure. <laughs> Oracle can't remember who was there to begin with, so I'm sure this will. <laughs> Maybe we could do like a voice analysis. It's literally clipped in that one second. That sounds like Johnny Gargano, bro. I kind of think it's Tim Thatcher. Could be. Well, no yeah. British accent. This is this is Manny doing his investigation. My favorite part of Oh, here's the third page of Larry Bird. I don't know. I, I probably can't even read it right now, but it helped me to scribble it because my hieroglyphics were emblazoned in my brain. <laughs> my the uh, the one thing I always remember from that show is Merrick Brave almost dying. My God, who is that? He's Hooper. the guy who, who's the head trainer of Seth Rollins training. Oh. What Oracle's saying is, well, never mind. Um, oh, the hieroglyphics. The worker of the pair. Bro, the emblazoned, man. Fuck. Yeah. And like the way he says in my brain and he just goes silent like he's so content with what he said. Oh, what an artist. Manny, any final thoughts, plugs, promotions? Uh Oh shit, Hoodfoot DM me, bro. 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's not announced yet. Oh, he wants the elite for the Regal match. <laughs> is, that, is that your promotion? Is that fun? I've been asking for somebody, to, a wrestler, to talk to me, and I finally got one. Is you know, it's not Moxley, but I'll take it. Cool. <laughs> Good job, Manny. Congratulations. Follow me at Manny Boy. Do tonight. Manny Hooper. Shoot. Final folks. Plugs. Manny the Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, what if you changed your hand handle to Manny NBA, and then like your bio said talking hoops. Yeah. But you just tweet about wrestling all the time. Please, please do. <laughs> At many NBA talking hoops, and you just tweet about wrestling, and that's it. <laughs> you get like, and you get like four thousand follow NBA fan followers, yeah. and they all get livid. Yeah, I just compare wrestlers to like uh, your, your head up. Don't even do that. You shouldn't even make a reference, boss. What your header should be a shot of the United Center from the first dance. Oh. Make it like subtle enough that they would just think it's for the balls, you know. Like, don't have the one that's like obvious, like <laughs> just like a wide shot, you know. Mm. Profile picture could be like Rodman in WCW, it should be the only basketball reference on your whole page. <laughs> <laughs> NWO Rodman, talking hoops, yeah. Him being in their best angle ever, uncensored, is like the best thing about WCW encapsulated. Yeah. Like this amazing angle when Robin's just out there. Like, it got played man. on ESPN all the time, apparently, at the time. That's so awesome. That, that. That's my favorite wrestling angle. So good. Like, just single segment, you know? We'll talk about it for one here. Anyway, for as in. Anyway, you can follow me at Confirm Shoot. Um, I've unretired within the last 10 days. Um, Give you back your bullets. Probably going to retire again soon. Um, if you're a big fan of the Elite, don't follow me right now. <laughs> um yeah, maybe I'll have some more PWI 500 takes. What about PWX takes? What's that? Never mind. Any promotion from North Carolina? Yeah, no, North it Carolina. Yeah. Colby, you're a big elite Stan. Um, I uh, do have a plug this week. I'm doing Tom Talks Rubbish tomorrow. I don't know when that's out, but uh, look for that when it comes out. Uh, it should be a it's fun you. interview. Is he interrogating um, you about your political beliefs? I hope not. I encouraged him to. Wait, you haven't taped this yet? No, it's tomorrow. Okay. I don't do know what's going uh, around this. How often do you intend to put me over on that show? I always say nice things about all of you when I do well, this show. That's not why I asked. That's not why I asked. I didn't, uh, I said, you specifically yes. probably will get put over quite a bit if I'm going through my you, whole history in this. Can you shoot from minimum one aggressive put over per like five minutes? Ten, ten Yeah. Don't name him the entire episode, but I'll just call him the Brit. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's unnecessary. When he did when when Joey did his episode of that show, he mentioned me once the entire time. He referred to me as a Matt. He did. Well, I'm yeah. gonna say shoot, am I? He uh-huh. didn't know the show. Yeah, I guess I have to call you Matt. We're, we're known. See, the thing you don't. Bob and I are known from the world famous Distraction Podcast, bro. When we were on TV, you know when yeah. like Feinstein used to do videos with uh, the Fed guys. I was you on that show him, once. The Rob Feinstein one. Yes. 
he he. I didn't know where to go with that. So. <laughs> he didn't ask about their work in fucking Reseda. He would just ask about what they've been Vince for them. You know what I mean? That's what Bob would have to go for. You see, we were on TV once. Are you saying there's people here who think they're still in Reseda? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys are going to do Discord later. If you guys do, I might pop in or not. I'm going to be watching Sword Art online. So Good job. I might come in or not, depending on what I'm doing. I'm not going to come in. It's 5 a.m. I want to go sleep. Bob, is that your plug and your promotion? Uh, Yes. Also, I All think right. that is back Tuesday. Maybe. My God. First, before we leave, let me for, I'm not a Rob Black guy. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> well... <laughs> Oh dear, the things we walk into in this business, you know what I mean? Bruce, you know, Bruce, uh, Bruce Pritchard making accusations against Fly. Joe, how quickly do you, do you think that Dukes panically ran to his DMs to look for the link that I didn't send him? Oh my god, sweating bullets like yeah. five seconds of him just refreshing. <laughs> it's been released, you don't want to be seeing him around here anymore. I welcomed, him, I welcomed him to the team last night, I've been kicking the shit out of him lately. Penny's Jews is always young one. I got one more thing to say. Look, I want William Regal to thank me on his podcast for get, making people think he's good because these clips I posted, everybody's making like, people... absolutely not. Absolutely. I, refu- I refuse this. Yeah, I refuse this rhetoric. <laughs> everybody, in the, everybody in these clips, are, everybody in the clips are like, man, Regal was good. I'm like, bro, I thought I know he is. Yeah. A lot of us knew that already. Yeah, yeah, but there's a whole generation that didn't. Generation, <laughs> man, he brought him back to relevance. <laughs> yeah, he's only on TV four times a week. <laughs> All right, folks, we appreciate you. I'll probably do something tomorrow. If not, there'll be stuff this weekend. I'm sure. Um, I might watch Full Brawl this weekend on Twitch. Oracle, do you remember the date of Full Brawl ninety four? Oh, I believe is uh, is it September seventeenth or September eighteenth? Maybe eighteenth would be Sunday. Oh my god! I may if it's eighteenth, I may do a grin along. Look, I want to know for sure now to see if he was right. Yeah, he got it. it was eighteenth. Jesus, man! May do a grin along for that, folks, on Sunday. I know this football on, so if not, you know, we'll, we'll just not do it. But. <laughs> That actually scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I thought right. they were finally at Oracle's door. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. Keep grinning. Oh, how. Enjoy this outro. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.